Welcome everybody to another episode of Three Brews In. We are back better than ever, and we are, as usual, Three Brews In. Jesus Christ, Travis, you started it out with a horrible pour of a beer that is easily three-quarters foam. Yeah, that's not how you're supposed to do it. <sighs> you, we, we've discussed at length, you've talked about how there should be some good foam on top of a beer, and that's not it. Any, any good pour includes a substantive amount of head <laughs> and that that is all head like you you finish that off before you even got to the beer i could talk all day long about the whole microphone stand and angle but i should have taken an extra three seconds and moved it oh. nope not a very good one all right well whatever i'm josh number 40 I'm, we are episode 40. 40 i am josh i'm here with my friends justin and travis we're going to talk about beer baseball we're gonna travis you have some boobs <laughs> and boobs boobies did you hear how he said that said <laughs> <laughs> the maturity <laughs> level will not go up <laughs> from this point <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna drink some wisconsin craft beer we've already beer. done so already every every episode we bring a different kind justin it was your turn to bring the beer this time what do you got for us today? Please explain this because I'm already confused. I uh, have chosen, it was, I don't even know, hold on. It's Young Blood Beer Company uh, out of Madison, Wisconsin. Never heard of it. Either have I. Uh, the can was what drew me in initially. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's kind of a an aqua uh, Miami Dolphins type of uh, blue. Miami Dolphins blue? It's, yeah, it's not far from it. It's not an exact match. No, but but I would think of that. I think if, right. if you yeah, so you it's don't have the orange or no, whatever. But no, no, I'm not talking about the no, like, I don't all know. of it. But that yeah, so fuck you. No, <laughs> yeah, you, didn't need, you didn't need to say <laughs> that, Josh. The, the Dolphins have it, green, but whatever. If that's what what the Dolphins, the Aqua. Oh, the it's Chucklehead. Aqua. What the fuck? All right, all right. No, you need to Google search Miami he Dolphins. Just said they were green. <laughs> What the fuck? I think uh, Nikki's hair color from your shirt is getting into your <laughs> somehow senses of what colors are. Are you colorblind? I don't know. Maybe. All right. It's not that far off. You're right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, well fuck you. <laughs> he, he, he needed to search it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All right. I'm holding him up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 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 All right. So All can right, I continue right. now? Please. All right. So that is like the predominant color of the can. Uh, On one side, it says Saturday beer, which I thought was going to be a kick-ass name for a beer, except I saw multiple cans from this brewing company with Saturday beer on it, which makes Mm. me think like this is supposed to be a weekend drinking beer, whatever. Um, So you have to turn the can to the side um, where you see a lawn chair and it says lawn line. So I'm assuming that the name of the beer is lawn line. In small letters. In small letters. It's a hazy uh, IPA. 
Um, double dry hopped with mosaic and Apollo hops. Those are good words. Yes, it comes in at a 6% uh, ABV, which is a pretty good number that you want mm-hmm. for your hazy IPA. That'll that'll get you drunk. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a good drinking beer. Uh, it's a Saturday beer, I guess. And that's really it for the can. Like that's all it's got. I'll have pictures up on our website with uh, with this can art. You know, it's, buddy, it's I, I think the actual name of it might be Lawn Lines. It is Lawn Lines. Lawn lines. That's what it is. Lawn did, Lines. Did you already say yeah, that? Yeah, I said that. I was. Yeah. But Lawn but, Lines is the name because but you they had know a, that from looking at it. No, I thought it was Saturday beer until I, mean, I saw two different cans, two different colors mm-hmm, with that right. on there, and it wasn't until I started twisting the the case to be able to see that they have different names on it or what it was can so, i ask how much this cost for you because this is a six pack it's not the a four pack of, a six pack cost 8.99 right oh that's not bad oh it was so, really reasonable so josh the color of the lawn chair is that any different than the <laughs> other part of the can that is a darker green now i would say the <laughs> green <laughs> green no that's blue. he's still with that's green no that's blue blue how okay, do you stop at blue. turn signals or All right, maybe it's, at an intersection? Maybe it's blue. Wow. Fuck. So whatever. Okay. Just a lot of lot of people are colorblind, guys. What color is your oven? <laughs> it's white. Okay, <laughs> it is white. Okay. All right. Well, we got a lot of stuff. We to do cover. have a lot to cover. At the end of the episode, we will rate this beer as usual. Um, I like it so far. It's it, I, it's good. I can I. I, this won't give away anything, but the first drink that I took of it, I thought, oh, shit, this is going to be a long six beers. Uh, the more I drank it, the more I liked it. Really? So, yeah. You know, I, I, I think day, maybe so. because I poured it and it sat there for a while, so it maybe got a little bit warmer or like just oh. the head was settling on it and it just wasn't good. Hmm. I, it's been better since then, so All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it. Like, Are you the type, though, that can take the first sip of something and decide if you like it or not i'm not no like I, need, I, I need to take at least three sips see and like, I, I need, I need like malt. at least three i need beers. three like i need before i can make a decision or anything <laughs> just like your mom uh, <laughs> all she, right she's one that can taste it right away <laughs> jesus christ sorry mom anyway Sorry, Mrs. G. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you, Mrs. G. That was a really good one. Oh. All right, so we got a lot, a lot of stuff to cover. We're going to do our usual topics today. We have some um, melancholy topics today too. We do. Yeah, there's. We have some kind of sad goodbyes that we have mm-hmm. to say today. But I'm going to start it with with something because we don't have a whole lot of regular listeners, but we do have one, and he's my friend Steve, who I think now lives in Michigan. I'm not really sure where he's at he travels a lot but the fake mitten the yeah yes um so steve is the one that got that cameo for us from yeah. um um what why am i blowing? uh wait uh not wayne larry uh 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 no uh oh balls. The, the Wisconsin. voice of the badgers uh jim powell no no not jim powell what the f- travis oh just say it Oh my god! I'm embarrassed, just like you guys are. Oh. <laughs> Why are we? Hold on, you need to pause this because I'm gonna I'm gonna search it, but it's gonna take like 30 seconds. Let's We're just have, keep like, going. Just do it, and I'll say what Jesus. I have to say. He listened to our last episode where Travis, you kind of Matt Lapay, Matt Lapay. Jesus, I, I'm Christ. embarrassed right That's now. That's terrible. <laughs> That's the worst. How did all three of us blank on that? I don't know. Let's move on and pretend it never existed. I'm pretend just what? looking at that. Oh my god, that didn't look. Good. You got. That. You know what oh, that yeah. looks like? Tangling by your crotch. My Justin has a, a weird. He's got Justin, a battery Justin hanging off his phone. 
Oh, you had to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> bad a, touch, bad touch. He's got a battery hanging off his phone right by his yes, groin. Yes, he does. <laughs> anyway. Right. But no, so Steve had listened to our last episode where, where Travis, you talked about the 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 attempt of like broadcasters to blend the men and women's NCAA oh, yeah. and, right. and all that. And, and he, he sent me a text. He's like, hey, make sure you mention how like on ESPN they'll – They'll embed or mix up the men's and women's scores, oh, so that you yes. click on one to they try to get absolutely do that. Yep. So you click on one, like, oh wait, uh, why don't I recognize these names? It's right. because it's the women's. It's the women's. Yep. Right. It, it just more of that, like mm-hmm. trying to yes. trick you into that watching. Was Steve. That was Steve. Yep. Thank you, Steve. Seriously, it, to yep. To add so, that. And then, like as we said, well, of course we support women's sports and all that, but oh, don't God, try yes. to but don't, don't try, try to, to railroad me. Do it that way because it's harmful in the end. It yeah. really yep. is. Yep, exactly. All right, so we'll get into our in our right regular topics. We're th- this whole episode is is dedicated, in my opinion, to Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Like he's been. Yeah, there's a there's a good chunk of this that is dedicated to him. Yeah, I, I would say it's eighty twenty to to the Sheik. To but, the Iron Sheik, sure. Yeah. Yep. But, but well, I'm at like 0% with the Iron Sheik, and I was probably the only one to watch him in real time at my age. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, Zlatan. So we'll start with, we'll start with Zlatan, and we're going to do our arrogant athlete quote right away because it's our Zlatan Ibrahimovic arrogant athlete quote. Mm-hmm. And Zlatan said goodbye to the sport um, recently at age 41, 41, playing for AC Milan, blew out his knee, mm-hmm. and, and didn't make it back, I don't think. Uh, he... He started to rehab. He came back, but it wasn't. I don't think he played in any matches. I think he was right. um, just in training. Yep. So we we latched on to Zlatan a long time ago when we started doing arrogant athlete quotes because his quotes were so unbelievably arrogant. Oh, but then awesome. we just kept going back to that well, and it's like this guy is actually awesome, and he's so over the top and so amazing. He was, he was over the top, and I still don't go back on my overall feeling about arrogant athletes. And when I first heard him, I thought he was the freaking devil. And then the more I heard, it's like not only is he not the devil, but I really, really enjoy this guy. Yep. Right. So so he hung him up because AC Milan was not going to renew his contract. And honestly, I don't think he wanted to play anywhere yeah, else but, but Milan. Um, so he said he, he's done. So so he retired. And like I said in the itinerary, it's farewell but not goodbye to Zlatan. Mm-hmm. And the reason I thought that is like, all right, so now all of a sudden he has even more time to do whatever it is that he's going to do. And you know he's not going to probably sit idly. He's going to no. be <laughs> – you know, he may have a podcast at some point. And, oh, and I will be all over that. Right. It won't be in English. No, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll, watch, I'll read the subtitles. Yeah, right, exactly. He, so uh, He was one of the inspirations, if anybody uh, watched Ted Lasso, uh, he was one of the inspirations on the character of Zava. Zava played like a – four or five episode um, appearance in season three of Ted Lasso. Really? And he was one of the inspirations behind it. And knowing what I do about Zlatan, you could see every bit of it on uh, um, on that on that uh, show. It was great. Well, and that... Hold on. Grab my beer and get back. Um, that, that's perfect because he is such a caricature. He's like a cartoon or somebody that you would write as an arrogant athlete. Because you couldn't, you actually couldn't write him because it would be so unbelievable. Like you go, no, 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 no one would ever actually go this far with the things that he said. 
but he said them gleefully, and people just ate them up, and it, and it was great. And, and one of the questions I had for both of you when we were, um, well, we were starting to really celebrate him was where does he stand in, like, the all-time best in the last decade or whatever? And it's like, okay, he is a very, very good player. Yes. Right. He Completely he, taken out that he might <laughs> – you can't. I don't think you can call it arrogant. I, I mean, it is just he is a mold breaker as far as how he handled his interviews and his yep. uh, out off the field life. Let yep. me ask you this though: How was he on the on the pitch? Did he did he irritate other players, or what? Did he save most of his craziness for the interviews? No, I think he irritated. I think he irritated his opponents a lot b- because, because of his good. because he was good. No, and, no. But how did he conduct himself? Was he the you know rub your nose in it kind of guy? Was he the ridiculous celebration? Or I don't think he was. I, I don't know if he was a ridiculous celebration kind of guy. Yeah. I know he would. He'd be almost. I think one of those AJ Przinsky kind of guys who would get under yeah. the skin of, of the yeah, other team okay. a little bit. So you could hate him for that, yeah. you know, if you wanted to. But I'll, I'll never hate him. But um, just, so it, if you guys have an arrogant athlete quote, let's skip to that because I've got a great one from Zlatan that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of my favorite. Did, did we ever talk about his uh, when people were trying to compare him to Vela over at um, uh, LAFC? I know what you're talking about, but no, I don't we think we've said that it. quote. I don't have the exact quote, but essentially people were comparing him when he was in LA, LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. um, you know, comparing the two, and he essentially said, uh, there's no comparison. I'm I'm here after spending time in Europe. Um, I'm in you know my mid to late 30s. Um, Vela's in his prime and he's playing in MLS. So how could you even compare the two of us? Right. You know, in my prime, I was winning winning championships in Europe, and and he's here in the United States type of thing. Right. And then he went on to uh, score a hat trick, and they won the either the cup or El Trafico. Or El Trafico. That's what it was. Yep. Their their uh, derby. LAFC against yeah. LA Galaxy. Yeah. Right. So he like took offense that they would even compare the two of them. Yep. And then went out and backed it up. Uh-huh. Like yeah. Oh, so, awesome. Travis, do you have an arrogant athlete quote? You well, want here's to the deal. I picked exactly the wrong time to go off script and pick oh. a couple of quotes that aren't athletes. Why don't? Can I just you want to save this quickly? No, I won't save them. And it, you know, maybe just maybe we open this up to just arrogant, stupid quotes mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. all time for Absolutely. all whatever. So I came up with a couple, and for uh, I have it here. I promise. Two quotes from fairly borderline recent politicians. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan Quayle on the Holocaust. Oh, it was an obscene period in our nation's history. Oh. I mean, in this century's history. But we all lived in this century. I didn't live in this century. Dan Quayle. Oh, and then, God. because we were going to bring both parties into the mix, Al Gore talking about a zebra. I don't know why he talked about a zebra, but he said, <laughs> a zebra does not change its spots, Al Gore. So, I think that we, yeah, I know. Yeah. I propose that we just, these quotes are awesome, but why don't we just open it up to, like, everybody? Just arrogant quotes. It's sure. Arrogant, stupid, arrogant. awards, yeah, because yeah. between the three of us and coming up with a couple quotes for, I don't know, 40 episodes, most of the good shit's been covered. Yeah. So. By sports athletes. Yep, you're right. Yep. Um, so, I'll throw my Zlatan and... Thank you, Zlatan. In his farewell speech, he dropped an absolute gem because he went out on the pitch at 
in Milan, I believe, and mm-hmm. gave his little farewells, announced his retirement. There's away fans there, as usual, and they started booing him. So mm-hmm. what did he say? He said, keep booing. This is the biggest moment in your year seeing me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And, 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 and here's Love the thing. It. Those people that were there to see him, they will be telling that story 20 years from now right. on how they were. And he's he's right, because uh-huh. they will. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we booed that son of a bitch, that asshole. Yeah, that was his, you know. Yep. That's right. Yep. Yep. My, mine comes from Zlatan's uh, press conference announcing his retirement. Uh, even my family didn't know because I wanted that when I announced it to everyone. I wanted it announced. It Everyone heard it at the same time. He ended his speech with, it's too difficult. There are so many emotions going through me right now. But I will say, I'll see you around if you're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he ended his retirement speech. That, uh, <laughs> Love the guy. Love the guy. Absolutely love him. True to form. Um, so we started this as a baseball podcast yep. and a Brewers broadcast or a Brewers podcast. So we should talk a little, little bit about them as much as I don't even. I barely have them on the itinerary because because oh, no. God. Because, because, <laughs> how about this? Because weekend? they just got swept by Oakland. Okay, here's well, well, let's go to the A's uh, and then make yeah. Here, here, transition. Here's what I put on the on the itinerary, Travis. This was your idea. It was. Oakland and the possibility of the worst season ever. In and, conversation, yeah. Yep, and in parentheses, though they're about to sweep the Brewers. Well, and they did. spoiler alert, they swept the Brewers. Well, if we could if we could just cover the, the A's first. Listen, okay. we, we, all, we all know that the best team in baseball can get swept by the worst, and the Brewers yep. clearly are not the best team in baseball, but the Oakland A's definitely are the worst team in current baseball. <laughs> and you have to ask yourself a couple of things. Is anything going to stop them from having one of those top five worst records of all time because of the move? I would make the point that when you get to July, August, we're knocking on the door, and you literally have crowds of 2,000 people. The attendance will say Mm 5,000. But when you, like, can't find anybody there, who, who does attend Oakland A's home games? And for the quality teams that sometimes, I shouldn't even say quality teams, but how about the teams that you do have those fans that say, this visiting team comes in, I want to see this, I want to see, boy, that person's going to have a start on Saturday, or you know, you, you roll in Shohei Otani or Trout or, or you know, Extreme. Yep. But the Oakland A's, from a financial standpoint, they don't just impact Oakland fans. And it's a one-year, well, it's a... Two-year deal, right? Two because years. it's going to take yeah. a, what What's going to... And they are that bad. So I'll just throw that out yeah. there. They're, they're, they're historically bad. Uh, they're on a five-game win streak right now. Mm-hmm. Before that win streak, they were on pace to win 31 games this year. They were on yeah. pace before Holy they went on the five-game win right. streak, including sweeping the Brewers. They were on pace to go 31 and 131. Now, because of that five-game win streak, uh, they're on pace to go 41 and 121. They're still only on pace to win 41 games, which is... uh, The Cleveland Spiders were the worst team ever. 41 through 50, exactly, isn't it? Modern day day record, 1962 Mets won 40 games. The 2002 Tigers won 43 games. Yeah, the Spiders had... uh, 
28 game season mm-hmm. that was pre yeah. pre 1900 you might so. you might point to this five game win streak at the end of the year as being that's what kept that's them what from kept immortality them from right but they're because to win five games or i mean hey listen for those guys out there gaming it and whatnot boy good for them good for you know they're playing for jobs and career and that's probably what's gonna Put him to a 45-game win sure. season, probably. You might look back and say this five-game streak right now was an it's eighth good. or a ninth of their victories the entire season. Oh it could be. God. It could be. Wow. Like 12, 12 to 15% yeah. of their wins came in this yeah. five-game streak. And I, and I don't want to make much of the, the Brewers getting swept by him. I get that. It this happens. is baseball, yeah, but it's just Jesus. But it, at, at, home, at home. At home. At home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was terrible. That, just to show how bad the A's are. Their current team uh, ERA is six point three four, which what's their runs against and for? It is bizarre. It is yeah, not it's, it's run terrible. Run. There was there was something like it was they were at that. like a negative one hundred. Oh my god! Already it was that terrible. Really? Yeah. So their team ERA is uh, six point three four, which actually. Uh, a week and a half ago, it was at seven point one eight, which then they would have been, Brewers. which would have blown out. Yeah, and they and the Braves. They played the Brewers and the Braves and won five straight. They took the last two games of the Braves series. The fuck. Okay, that but, is baseball so at, right there. They're yeah. at six point three four. Um, that's a full one point two runs worse than the next worst team at twenty ninth, and it's three full runs worse than the the highest or the lowest ERA team in the league. And the 1930 Phillies hold the record at 6.8 ERA. It's very possible that they'll beat that. They they have a five game streak, but if they go back to the plan what they were before, uh, they'll get sub seven, and that's or that's unreal. I mean, that's a team that has decided, like in the off season, we're going to lose this year. And can you name three players on the A's? Yeah, we Ester- just watched Estuary Ruiz. Yeah, okay. Who? who who from just the destroyed Bre- the Brewers. Right. After that, no. 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 Oh, I got nothing. No. Yeah, you got one. They're and not, that's because they just played the Brewers. They're not just playing with a team of AAA players. They're playing with a team of AA players. Oh, there's a lot of AA players that are yeah. that would be in most. That's yeah. a shame. I bet you that you will have two people on that team team that have long careers that are getting exposure right now mm-hmm. that, I, man, we're not yep. going to research it but that will happen you're going to have oh yeah <laughs> yeah you were on the age 2023 right <laughs> yeah Ugh. yeah you learned how to persevere right. oh yeah all right um where do we want to go next the brewers are in second place to the pirates i, I little i don't to even know pirates. what to say about the brewers except you can make the argument like okay yeah they're in second place horrible division Terrible division. division. And, okay, they've had a lot of injuries. So many of the injuries are to the pitching staff, and that's not our problem. It's not the problem. It's scoring runs. It is not our problem. It's scoring runs. uh, What did I see? The Brewers have the eighth lowest ERA in the league. Yeah. Like, their pitching staff is good. Right, and at some point you'll get Wade Miley back. You'll get Brandon Woodruff back. And then, oh, good, now we're going to lose two to <laughs> nothing yeah. instead of where's, three to nothing like where's where's void how did how did that turn out yeah, right where's, yeah so bad it's just i don't know i don't honestly don't want to spend a whole lot of time i don't on either it and I, I, I think we have that feel it's just such a neutral dot they they've when i actually sit down to watch a game it's the most disappointing two hours that i spend in my day but right like they could win yeah they could win and it's 
and it should be joyous, okay. but it's kind of a like a they had a good inning and that's it. Yeah, I know. But let me take the helm for one second here. I know this is Josh's deal as it should be, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack it here. Sure. Brewers in eighth inning alcohol sale. We're frustrated <laughs> with the Brewers, but this might mean more to more people than how they're playing. Who who wants to kind of start the comments on this and why why would it be the Brewers? I I, I, I don't. Oh, it's so good. I don't know the details. Well, they obviously they moved it up to the eighth. It used to be so at seven. the end of the seventh. It used to be the end of the seventh, and then they moved it to the eighth because of the quicker, the games. Games, the quicker games. So they and that's uh, how <laughs> ultimate the way they're selling it and the way they're saying why they moved it back was it ultimately would only provide for an additional ten to fifteen minutes of beer sales. And you know what? And they said it's not worth the negative effects of it. Which are right. like well, from a timing people, standpoint, the numbers are probably accurate. Yeah, but it's just so perfect. It's so Milwaukee-ish. Do you know of other teams that have done yes. anything? Yes, how many? Yes. Oh, there were a lot. Just of tell me it's only Milwaukee. Damn it. No. Okay, yeah. so, I don't know if so, so, moved it. Back, I don't know if anybody though. moved it back, but a lot of teams moved it to the eighth. Mm-hmm. I, I just picture that being a call to several GMs, so not one team wants to be the mothers against drunk driving target. Yeah, you know, sure. it's like, okay, we're all... Right. Uh, yeah. You know, you see no, how yeah, that kind of works. I, I, yep. That's a good portrait. you got to believe the commissioner's office is involved, and that's like, okay, listen, at the end of the day... Right. Yep. Yeah, are, is it worth getting that target on your back for another 15 minutes of alcohol? You know, no, like, you don't want that, but okay. you can say, hey, eight other teams... I, I can see how those Another conversations thousand dollars worth of alcohol sales over the course of a year it's eighteen thousand dollars not eighty thousand dollars it's not, not no that. you, you not do not deal with that but yeah. well i mean to tight ass fucking antanasio it might be worth eighty thousand dollars well but. and and how long so if they're selling alcohol for less period of time how long before the beer sales the prices go up even further because well, we're they, not selling as much. So. They said that they, they actually reduced the prices of a, of a handful of items throughout the sea. Uh, hot dogs, brats, hamburgers, like staples. The prices actually were reduced this year really? to make it more affordable. They want to make it more family friendly. And, and the thought is the people who wouldn't buy an $8 hot dog might buy a $6.50 hot dog. So you get more. When, when I used to. When it's, I used to. And it, it's not that big of a. Sorry. It's not that big of a gap. You. There was like 50 cents difference or a quarter difference. Okay. So. I'm sorry to inter- interrupt you, but it reminded me of something Jim Rome talked about 10, 12 years ago. I used to listen to him daily. It was a Boston Red Sox um, deal where they reduced the price of a beer 50 cents from like 12 to 11.50 or something. They made this big whatever, and he targeted them like you should. It, it's really, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll move on. Uh, we don't have Aaron Rodgers as our punching bag this episode because he's gone from your guys' team. Screw you. And You're going home. home. Yep, and I don't want to waste any more time talking about that guy anyway. But Thank we'll go back you. to Thank one of our regular punching bags, who is local sports personality, <laughs> <laughs> Dan Casper, who... <laughs> <laughs> who hosts a morning show on the radio um, and has a, a 
very small social media footprint, I should say. Um, but he did something. I think Justin, you sent this to us. The uh, the thing that the thing that he did. Um, now, look. Let me preface this by: we do this podcast seems like once every two months. It's it's tough to come up with content. It would be tough to come up with content every day for three hours. I get that. You, you got to scrape the bottom but here of the barrel the sometimes. But <laughs> there's when, the bot. When you apparently, Dan Casper apparently, oh my god, put out some Hold on. some. I I screenshotted the tweets. Yeah, and I'll paraphrase a little bit. It looked like what he did was maybe it was a contest or something where you got to do a mock schedule, meaning you would predict what the Packers' schedule would would be this this upcoming year. On May 10th, uh, he tweeted, "Quote." All caps, mock schedule time, three exclamation points, hashtag oh, no. DK show. He, so he, he creates this mock draft. So I, not, not a draft. A mock, a mock schedule. I'm sorry. I a mock schedule. you could like put in your guesses for what the schedule he would be. He created a spreadsheet and guessed what the Packers schedule was going to be this year. Okay. On May 11th, he... Uh, after the schedule was announced, uh, he tweeted, quote, Nailed the Thanksgiving and bye week on my mock schedule. Picked Bears as week one opponent, but had it at Lambeau. So of the 17 games the Packers were playing, which they had predetermined opponents for, uh, he nailed Thanksgiving, a bye week, and picked one team correctly, but not Jesus Christ, but not the homer away. What the fuck? How is this a thing? What the fuck? Fuck? Justin, I think you just nailed it. And we don't maybe even need to go much deeper than that's That's what what she she said. said. (laughs) Why is this a thing? Are you kidding me? I've never heard those words uttered. Mock schedule predictions. I get that it's maybe done in that history of the world, but... Really? And and but then even to, to go on your social media and say nailed the bye week. Nailed the bye week. <laughs> oh yeah. I got that motherfucker right. Not just doing it in the basement with your nerd friends. <laughs> that 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 you Oh no, go public with it. Just let the just world know. Let the world let know. The world that know. That of the seventeen uh weeks that you got predicted, you nailed that. Nailed no, it. I, it's a kinda like a fella rolling in a, a two year old PT cruiser to the neighbor and showing it off. Yeah. Look at this bad boy. If, if I remember correctly, too, there were sort of leaks before oh. May 10th about, like, oh, it looks like the Packers are going to have a bye week this week. So, essentially, he followed, like, the the experts and the insiders and then just was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to put down for bye week. The right. schedule. The schedule. Not even not the first round of the draft. Not who's going to be the first 10 draft picks. Oh, right. Which the schedule. Which, Justin, we do a, a mock we first do a mock round. First round. For and, the, and score it and, and do all that. Right. That somewhat takes some insight a little bit. Right. I, you, does this require insight to guess the schedule and no, then to say, no, I don't nail so. the, the, the buy round? I'm looking at Travis's bag cookies. of cookies that he brought that he, here. That he and, offered to us. And. and, and <laughs> And it's like saying, "I let's do a little contest and see how many M&Ms and how many chocolate chips are in each cookie. Right. And then going, nail, nail the it. M&Ms nail on it. cookie number three. So like, No, it's more difficult to guess the amount of M&Ms than <laughs> what that guy did. So I got, I got two things to add to this. One, right. you remember that quote that I told you guys beforehand? 
Oh, oh yes, yes. yeah. That's a reference don't to Dan Gasper. Uh, yeah. That was in, in reference to Dan Gasper. Yep. I we can't I churched say that, no, um, I churched it up a little bit and said I kind of feel bad about making fun of this asshat all the time. I'm sure he's in the position he is today because he was some sort of special little guy that never really grew up. Yeah. I, yeah I, again. I, it's tough to come up with content, and you got to fill difficult. three hours. It is difficult, and he does it every single day. Yeah. The problem is, there's never any like good content of what he says. Mm-hmm. There, there is nothing that I, I accidentally listened to his show for a half hour one day when I was working. Why? Be, well, because. I I had was it part the of a previous, plea agreement? No, so the previous the previous person that used my vehicle had the the sports talk radio on. Mm, so I had I started up my car and had everything ready and was driving around a little bit and I heard like commentary. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this for a little bit because I wait for the Dan Patrick show and and a couple of the other national broadcasts to come on. And so I was super early to that and I'm listening like. What the fuck is this garbage? I, I, I looked at the time. I realized the date. I'm like, oh, that's Dan Casper. God, he is really that terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I've said it before, but my favorite is when he starts his like segments with like Enter Sandman. Oh you know, yeah. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah. How about you can handle the truth? Yeah. Or he'll quote like a Walter White thing. Yeah. You know, he his. I his am the area, danger. His little area that he records the stuff from is called the man cave. Yes, he try he oh. calls it after what Dan Patrick does. Oh. He's not oh. Dan Patrick's pubic hair have more talent than he does. Yeah. Well, fair fair point. I I think, and this is my guess, that they have him on some kind of you do everything for X amount of dollars doing the carpet land commercial. Oh, but here's uh-huh. my biggest issue. Here's my problem. Mm-hmm. He is used. For seventy-five percent of these homegrown stupid ads, I'm Dan Casper. I'm this. I'm that. Uh-huh. It's like, whoa, folks! I'm oh. gonna avoid that product. Uh-huh. Oh shit! I just completely forgot. He was pimping some beer. Did you guys hear that at all? Where the hell did I hear it? Maybe oh. during a brewery game. He yes. was pimping some beer that he did in collaboration with yes. some brewery, yes. and yes. and he was reading reviews on it. And I'm using air quotes reviews on it, like the greatest part of my day is taking a sip of this man cave lager. Oh, yes, yes. Do you know what I'm oh, talking yeah. about? I have to look up where that's from because yes, and that pissed me off because I wanted to taste it to to realize. How disgusting it is because it is the quality of his talent. And, and yeah. dude, like you are, no one's leaving reviews on your beer. Literally, no one follows your Twitter. I've uh-huh. seen it. Like, and it's, in like, the ours. Peak, it's in the like ours. It's like ours, guys. No. We, he yes. broadcasts to a community of eighty thousand people. It's pretty big. He has literally true. as much play on his Twitter as we do, and nobody listens to huh. us. Absolutely. No, absolutely. In the peak and of we, his and we know our place. Yes. he yeah. doesn't. Right. The, the Twitter because he live feeds on Twitter. Oh, the God. the impressions that he has in the middle of his broadcast is in the double digits. Like it never exceeds a hundred. In the middle of his how, broadcast, how about they call him the captain? How about that? Oh, they call, oh. Oh, they call him the captain. <sighs> I feel dirty, Travis. Please tell us about your Uncle Rico moment. In 1985, I'm just eating a little bit of a sub here. <laughs> Do you want to finish? In 1985, North High School, I was in gym class and dunked a basketball and broke the backboard. So you ask, well, were you on somebody's shoulders? Did you use a ladder? Was a hoop at 9 foot 6 inches? No, it was at 10. I was 6 foot 
two and three quarters, 185 pounds, and had this odd ability to jump. And I had that ability up through my 30s until my knees completely fucking went away. I was in a dunking contest with Eric Gardo, the late Eric Gardo, and Joel Bunce. True story. And I could jump. And I dunked. And two hours later, Pat Hammond, then coach of North High School, tracked me down, or tracked, uh, oh, God, Mrs., uh, I forgot her name now, and asked if I was hanging on the rim. And he didn't believe that I was actually dunking it. It happened in a conventional deal. <laughs> and it wasn't a collapsible rim. It was, you know, because it was in the sophomore gym. Sure. Well, it was a Friday, and they had a basketball. They had the sophomore basketball game that night, and they had the, one side had glass and the other had the metal backboard. So, yeah, I, uh, I was really something. Uh, any, any questions about that dunk? No. <laughs> Jesus, were you even listening, Justin? Uh, no, I wasn't. No, did tell me seriously. I was searching up the. Would you believe that I could dunk oh, a basketball God. when I was that age? When how old? Teenage. Junior in high school. Yeah, I believe you could. You're a tall man. In middle school. No, no, no. Junior in high junior school. Oh, junior in high school. Yeah. I, oh, I'm sorry. Not junior high. That's junior what, in high school. I was school. hoping for a little bit more. There's no fucking way you did that, and then I could. <laughs> no, I could. People you could call. No, I believe you could dunk up basketball. Okay. Thank you. School. I'm done. All right. Holy shit. <laughs> Waited all day for that. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, I, I can't find anything with the Dan Casper beer. Oh, I don't want to actually. Oh, to, darn. I I don't want to actually click in anything to give him more impressions. Here's the frustration I have because I think deep down he thinks he is the real deal. We're not only isn't he the real deal, but he is embarrassingly oh, bad. And the you know I I eight grand he makes a year is overpaid. And he's yeah. maybe a decent human being. I don't want to like in his LinkedIn profile. Oh. It shows it shows him as a program director, oh. host, and content creator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go back to this um, uh, Miller Park concession thing. Oh, okay. Uh, they reduced the prices of 11 concession items, including 16-ounce domestic beers, <laughs> popcorn, cotton candy, <laughs> throughout the ballpark. The ver- uh, the reductions vary by item but are up to 15% uh, of the cost. So a $10 item is So what falls out of your pocket on a normal yeah. day. Yeah. So the concession yeah, items that have been mine. reduced are... The 16-ounce domestic beer, craft cocktails, kettle corn, popcorn, peanuts, cotton candy, okay. root beer float, licorice and other candies, Minute Maid frozen cup, custard in the large size and helmet, uh, Cracker Jacks, part of the 414 <laughs> menu, uh, along with Elote Tots, Elote Dog, and the Philly cheesesteak. Great. Here's just like the stupidest thought ever, and I know it won't work. You keep the beer stuff the same, and... The kids stuff the Cracker Jacks, whatever they're going to do, really, really reduce that to yes. where they love going to the ball game and yeah. and a dad can throw popcorn at their kid. And you, yeah, you I'm on to some, I think. You yeah. make the popcorn a dollar, you co- Cracker Jacks a buck yeah. fifty. You throw hot dogs at two fifty. That's you're an still, awesome idea. You're still it's making not, a profit on a two dollar and fifty dollar, two dollar and fifty cent hot yeah. dog. That's an, actually an awesome idea. Where yeah. kids can get loaded up with treats and Absolutely. candy and uh, and, and the little uh, helmet. Be- because, because let's write this up to be- the brewers. Because mom and dad might hesitate at the quadruple the price. That I get the f- that. The fuck if. Yeah. So if I bring the five kids to a ball game yeah. to buy 
one hot dog they, and a they, drink for them. We're spending $70 on concessions. They're not into the preciseness of a 6'4", you know, right, right. play. I mean, even the kids that really like balling, they want to be fed. They want to have their pop. They want to have whatever. And maybe if that could mean one more or two more per kid. And, right. right. And um, you know what? If, if you don't want to do it on weekends, just do it on weekdays to get more, more people there. Yeah, Who's price weekday yeah. sales? It, it, because what you're talking about, that 15% reduction... Let me just say, at the end of the day, it doesn't uh-huh. fucking matter. So no. you're saying my day goes from two hundred and thirty dollars to name two, it one ninety five or two hundred. Right. It's like, have you ever? It, it's trivial. Have it's you ever trivial. decided to not buy a beer because it was no well a dollar? No, you're too gonna expensive. buy it. You if you want a beer at a ball game, you're buying a beer at a ball. Every game. Right. year, the the. Uh, Come on, help me out. Not ARP, but whoever the travel deal. They'll they'll talk about oh the price of gasoline. Triple A. Perfect. They'll talk about how gas from three eighty to three ninety five is keeping track. No, no if you're traveling to fucking Kentucky, you're going if it costs you an extra ten bucks. If you're you know it's right, like right. this, you're gonna go to a ball game unless you know you're gonna go no matter what. These mm-hmm. these slight we know it's expensive. Yeah. No, the games are expensive. The right. parking's expensive. So that's that's just kind of set a price that's consistent with the rest of the league with their inflation. We know Boston, York, and whatever are going to be a little more in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. If you want to go, that's what you pay. You know what? Because these players on the field to make you competitive, this is what they demand, and none of this is changing in the next ten years, twenty years. That's right. what it is, folks. Yeah. All right, so we're about the 40-minute mark. Do you oh guys want to do... Go. Oh, I'm nervous already. It's about time for statements. Yeah, here we go. Oh, oh sweet baby yes. Jesus. I've oh. got the hammer. I no, warned these guys great. ahead of time that I went to a place that I don't know that I've ever gone before. So we're just going to put it out there and, and do it. So, And if anybody is a frequent listener, uh, you know that him saying that um, oh but God. those aren't idle. Those aren't idle words. This and, and could really be something. And like I told you guys, it's not going to offend a demographic, a religion, oh, no, a race, that's... anything like that. It's sure. just offensive sure. to everyone. Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. Who wants to start? You want me to start? I'll start. We can go around this All right. way. Uh, well, so you want to explain statements never statements uttered? never uttered. Uh, words in compilation that have never been said by any person ever, unless they had a gun to their head or their life depended on it. These statements have never been said. So uh, I I actually made, f- I had four. So four. did I. Four. So I, might, I, I we, think we, we might need to say our Travis, fours just Travis to and I, Travis and I are quantity versus our quality right, this week. Right. So Travis, you and I can do our first ones, and then we'll start the rotation. Okay. Does I that like sound it. fair? Yep. I like it. Hey, Josh, that was kind of dumb, and I might side with your temporary boss on this one. That's an inside joke, and fuck you for it. But all right. So I want to start with I had four, but because of our thing, I oh no, I do. No, have you four. do still have four. No, I do. No. I do. Yeah. Okay. Any man to a wife or a girlfriend, honey. I know it's hard to put on weight, but please keep on trying. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well done. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. Mm. Uh, mine. Go. Great point, Dan Casper. <laughs> Topical. Uh-huh. You're up, Trev. Any man to a auto mechanic. I don't understand what you just said. 
Right. You gotta be a fella. We've all been there. Oh yeah, the rotary girder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, your A-frame's falling out. Spot oh, on. Shit, and, really? and you know what you do? You do what I do. You shake your head uh, every oh, yeah, five yeah. seconds. You go, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. that's what that sound was. Yeah. Uh, Gap in the plugs. Yeah, I go with the usual. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, they know damn well that 90% of the people they're talking to, they, they screw with you. Because I'm sure we've all been told... About parts that don't exist, and uh, they get a big uh, kick out of it. <laughs> the blinker fluid, you say. <laughs> you, you know they've got like a whiteboard in the back oh, where they yeah. list the nonsensical parts that they've uh, said uh, to people. and they Dale and yeah. Dale and Kyle, they've got it covered. <laughs> yeah. All right, my oh, first Jesus. one now. All right. No Asian porn for me today, thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> oh. Yep. Justin. Uh, spoken from the podium of the White House press room. Ah. Uh, you know, we are a little concerned about the pre- uh, president's mental acuity, and we'll acuity, and we'll be looking into it immediately. Can I start with a ditto, and then I'm going to go into this? And this one might flop because it's just a trigger for me more than anything. I'm already a Wayfair customer, but I watch the commercials for fun. Oh fuck! I thought it. Wayfair commercials, the loudest, most obnoxious, craziest fucking things. It, I, it should have been my. Like Bruce Davis. Oh, there's me. They're it's bad. me. They're really loud. And, and the colors and the whatever, mm-hmm. and they are just. Uh, and a lot of the stuff that you buy on okay. Wayfair, garbage. Okay, thank you, Coach. Yeah. But the commercials, it's like they've got this one commercial where they have this, um, they have like four or six people showing. Wayfair, it's just what I need. Okay, thank you. So they have this one deal where these culturally mixed demographic, <laughs> uh, pre- presumably single people, they're led in the door of these six other people. Two of them have a bottle of wine, and they open the door, and this one fucker goes right over the table, and he starts checking out shit, and they're just like this. No, people don't behave that way. You've never been in the house, and you're starting to... It's yeah, bad. It's obnoxious. All right, here we Ooh. go. All right, number, uh, two. number two. I prefer the strippers on the day shift. Oh, oh, gross. Oh, that's good. That's, yeah, that's those so are the ones that won't earn that. No es bueno. No es bueno. <laughs> I, I knew a guy once. <laughs> I, I knew a guy once that saw one with a, uh, uh, what do you call it, tr- the tropical trees. Help me out with that. Palm trees? Palm trees? Palm trees. <laughs> Turned out the top of the palm tree was like a knife wound scar. Oh. And then the tattoo was... Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh. That guy was really troubled by that. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, you're We're getting one? close to this. So. Yeah, I'm kind of nervous. Uh, hey, do you think the Wayside Bar in Fairchild has a spot to charge my electric vehicle? That is really, really good. <laughs> Fairchild. Fairchild. No, no, it's on Highway Park. 10. It's uh, if you know, you know. Uh, 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 have you, you ever been there? Mm-mm. Oh, it's fantastic. Can you see rolling in there and saying, "Sir, I'm sure I'm just missing it." I got, I got my Tesla. <laughs> I got my Tesla out back. Where oh. is the where plug? You, in? Where, where do you have your Tesla only parking? All right. This uh, is the towniest be- of towny bars. In between all of the lifted pickup trucks that are in uh, the parking lot. There we go. Okay, good. All right. Okay, one oh before God. Armageddon. Oh, God. <laughs> An elderly person to their child. Nursing home run by the state? Sounds awesome. And oh, yeah, I don't think I can drive safely anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold, hold on, on, boy. Hold on. I gotta... Hold on. Yeah. We had... Ready? Okay. Statement never uttered. Jeez, Grandpa, you give even better head than Grandma. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. It's somehow not as bad as I thought. <laughs> How about that? That's the worst part of it. <laughs> Did I build it up too much? Oh, no. It's, it's really bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's really bad. <laughs> I just... Bad. No, it's bad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're right. It's sort of just offensive to everyone. Yeah. It <laughs> is. Right. No, oh. you... you I just maybe I saw I don't know what I saw because I think nope. he's done that before. So no, no, <laughs> we need a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back after recovering from that. Jesus Christ! Um, no, we haven't recovered from it. We'll never be the same after it. But if we you're just wa- on. if you're wondering, Justin and I are still numb, legitimately <laughs> troubled by it. But we have a responsibility um, to our listeners. To Listener. continue, Steve, Steve, <laughs> and Mrs. G. understands, and Mrs. G. Mrs. Oh God, Mrs. G's gonna hear that. Oh God, yeah. Oh no. When, when she knows that there's a new episode up, she listens to it within days. And Mrs. G's friends, who I'm sure she forwards to immediately. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think. By the way, Mrs. G, it was very nice meeting you in person, and I'm sincere in that. This is Travis, by the way, the guy that did not say that. The guy that made just the old person slur. Not a big deal, Mrs. G. Because he's an old person, too. All right, we're moving on to fill the list, where uh, one of us gives out a trivia question, top five type of deal, and the others have to write down our answers. We're scoring this. Justin, do you want to give an update We've gone through four cycles of of fill the list. Uh, Josh is currently winning with 17 points. Travis and I are tied at 16. So we'll overtake yeah. him, presumably, right. this round. Oh, you well, will. Maybe. I, I think each of you. No, will. I will. Uh, no, I'm going to overtake you. I'm getting all five, bitch. Okay. Well, you will not get all five <laughs> because if you do, we're going to launch an investigation. <laughs> yeah, close your computer. Okay. So I, I'm going to throw out the question and then Enhance. just do a little random talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Um, we were talking about the Oakland A's. Shit. Well, Oakland A's, they have not always been like they are now. Name the top five Oakland A's all-time home run leaders as of October 22, translated current. Oakland A's, the top five home run leaders of all time. And we're going to do about 90 seconds or so. I'm going to take just the time to talk about Aaron Rodgers. And I hadn't planned to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Actually, I'd completely forgotten that we need to fill a little bit of time. I just want to make abundantly clear that when the rest of the world or the rest of the sports world recognizes his tremendous doucheness and his tremendous arrogance and everything that Aaron Rodgers brings to the table i am able along with my partners here and many other friends of mine recognized many many years ago that he is an incredible football player who i think likely could have been better had he had a different attitude and um would have been a um or could have been a better teammate 
Aaron Rodgers, I don't know how he's going to be viewed 50 years from now. I don't think the NFL might exist 50 years from now because of the CTE and the brain concussion stuff. And let's just say 20 years ago how he's going to be viewed. I think he's a he's not a guy that's like ever going to hurt anybody. He's not going to be out committing crimes. He's not going to be doing domestic abuse. And I think most of his drugs will be legal, although maybe pushing the boundaries. Aaron Rodgers, what an incredible... What an incredible stain as a human being, but you really, really did bring us some memories on a football field. I get that. And at this point, I'm going to ask these guys if they need 10, 20 more seconds. I I'm going to go. 10 or 20 more minutes. Yeah, yeah well, that doesn't I'm going to go with what I have. Yeah, how about you? Yeah. Okay, um, so I'm going to go. Just okay. give me a second here. Wait. Again, you, are you going to read the answer? You no, want no, to no. Okay. I just want okay. to get the answer back. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with I'll go, I'll you, go first. Josh. I think the two obvious ones are McGuire and Kaseko. They are. I'm okay. sure you both got them. I do have those. Also, after that, I have Jeremy Giambi. Oh fuck. Um. Or no, I'm sorry, Jason Giambi. Jason. I, uh, Giambi. Not Jeremy. Jason, Jason. Jason Giambi. Then Josh Donaldson, and Reggie Jackson. Okay. Uh, Coach. Conseco, McGuire, and I had Ricky Henderson. I thought about him too. I, I I had Chris Davis and crossed yeah. him out. No, that I only put down three because I couldn't think. Okay, of and and I think that's what I would have done. Um, so it's McGuire, Jimmy Fox. No idea. Nope. Did Reggie, he play in Oakland or is that an A's I record? I think it is an A's record, and I think he goes back to. God knows where. So they played in Kansas City. They yeah. played in Philadelphia. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't have gotten Jimmy Fox. And anyway, I think with so any it doesn't these, matter. Yeah, I no. think with any of these questions, maybe I should have. It's a franchise type deal. No, but that's I, fine. Yeah. I wouldn't have mattered. And he you said he is. So here it is: uh, McGuire, Jimmy Fox, Reggie Jackson, Jose Canseco, and if anybody had come up with this, I would be like paying for their kids' college tuition. Bob Johnson. Bob Who Johnson. the hell is okay. that? I so, just re- that's the most abs- like. Okay. Basic Both name so here. So here is, I will legitimately do this. Mm-hmm. If either of you can literally tell me you know who this person is, I'll give you 20 bucks right okay. now. If you honestly know. Did you get three? Yeah. Gus Zerniel. Z-E-R-N-I-A-L. No. Okay, thank you. He was number 10 with 191 home oh, runs. all right. So Reggie you Jackson. both, you got two and you got three. Three. Okay. Reggie Jackson. Why didn't I even think of Reggie Jackson? Yeah. I would have gotten three. Because you think of him as a Yankee. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. I'm at the age where I would have seen him as a Yankee. I would have gotten three. But, yeah, that's... So, did you and immediately... I'm considerably younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Did you immediately go to, like, the McGuire Conseco era and start thinking yes. about those guys? Immediately. And I was... Bass Brothers yeah. immediately was, right. was that era. I, I figured there was somebody else who hung around for, like, nine years, uh-huh. who hit, like, sure. 15 yeah. a year or Chris something. Davis, that should have... Chris Davis crossed. He had a lot of home runs yeah, for them, did. although he only did it for a shorter period of time. Yeah. But he had a lot of home runs, and in a team like that, that doesn't keep doesn't people. Have, no, you, you would think like yeah. just a few good years would would get you up there. Yeah. Huh. So where are we at? Uh, after that, uh, Josh is at twenty. Woo. I am at eighteen. Travis, you're at sixteen. Nice. But one down from you. Guys. You're one down. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you've got a game in hand essentially. Yep. We you guys, really, if we the next really question could be about the 1982 Brewers lineup, <laughs> I would really appreciate that. The 1982 <laughs> Brewers had 18 staff members that showed up for work. Uh, named the top they had an assistant five. clubhouse manager. <laughs> <Yes>. who was, 
Every answer is Gorman Thomas and Ben Ogle. Yeah, it's just uh, just go with it. Yep. The top five major league <laughs> owners' wives' plastic surgery cost. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go like on. I, we, okay. we we talked about having like a couple goodbyes that we had to say this week, and Travis, this probably uh, won't mean a lot to you necessarily, but the other one was the Iron Sheik. Yeah, who, you got, i got to pee again. Yeah. You guys talk about him. Go for it. So the Iron Sheik, I, I'm, in a weird way, this harkens well back to my last couple of dumb athlete quotes when I talked about old guys on Twitter. Yep. <clears throat> um, Skip Bayless and Dick Vitale and all that. Well... Mm-hmm. I don't know how the hell someone like the Iron Sheik, a professional wrestler who was 81 years old when he tragically passed away a couple weeks ago, um, was on Twitter, and that man owned Twitter like very few, if any, 81-year-olds could ever do. He might be known more for his Twitter prowess than he does his uh, 20-year professional professional wrestling career more than I was, that i think it, it was yeah. at least 20 years yeah. that he was a regular like mm-hmm. so i mean he if you don't know much about him you know he was from iran mm-hmm. um escaped the persecution he saw his idol uh actual wrestler like real wrestling mm-hmm. uh he, he idol was a legit get, wrestler get like yes. a greco-roman kind yep. of wrestler was was like, taken out by the iranian yeah. government um because he didn't win gold or something. It was very, very suspicious circumstances around his death. He realized that if he wanted to do any sort of wrestling um, uh, professionally, that he would have to go to the United States. He came over to the United States. Uh, He was actually a a, a coach or an assistant coach of the United States wrestling, Olympic wrestling teams Hmm. for uh, many, many years before he ended up getting a... uh, a contract with uh, the WWE, WWF. I, I, I think he started in the AWA. Yeah, it was Vern AWA. Ganya. So he yep. had he had been recognized by the WWF. Um, they they kind of sent him lower league, kind of did that thing. Took down the took on the persona because it was in the eighties and seventies. Took on the persona of the um, the, the evil sheik, Iranian. The eagle, evil Iranian had mm-hmm. the. The mustache, the curled up uh, wrestling boots, boots the, yeah. the stuff that would make him the um, enemy ultimate to heel. everything. Yes, yep. the ultimate heel to everything that is the United States. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 80s and 90s, that's what his... His shtick. His shtick was, mm-hmm. was the, the, the Iron Sheik. And he had some appearances in the 2000s, 2010s, 220s, but his big thing became his... Twitter. Yeah, and a little bit about the Sheik. He lost his daughter to a domestic violence in- incident. Yeah. She was murdered by by her partner in, in, in real life. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Um, in the United States. And I don't know how okay. much truth there is to it, but supposedly he came to the courtroom where he was being sentenced and he put a razor blade like in his mouth, like he tucked it in his cheek uh-huh. with the intention of walking up and slitting the guy's throat. And his family held him back and said, absolutely not, you know, we can't do this and we can't lose you and all that kind of stuff. He And he led that sort of classic American dream and fall where he descended into drugs and went yeah. really bad really? for a while. Okay. Yep. And finally recovered and, and got back on his feet. And then I, I believe he lived in Georgia and yes. discovered Twitter and became a, a minor celebrity or... or Fucking or, legend. And, and, and awesome, an awesome personality on Twitter. And if you haven't ever seen his Twitter, it's still up. It's still going on. His family, family still members. are still controlling it and they're now retweeting like the tributes that are coming in. Yep. So, But if you dig down 
a little bit into what like he tweeted when he was he tweeted multiple times a day every time all caps yes and he always he had this sort of mock anger at every like he was just angry like mm-hmm. he would just like wildly tweet anger at everything and his last tweet ever prior to his death yep fuck the wildfires all caps Re- responding to the canadian wildfires right yeah fuck the wildfires how, how did he die i, I missed it I'm he died in his sleep i yeah. believe yeah. he was I, and years. how old 81 81 years is this old. where i can interject and, sure. and mm-hmm. um as much as i don't really appreciate the wwe in general i was a huge fan back in the day and well. i might have been the only one here that saw him wrestle uh, I didn't see him live. I yeah. saw him on TV with him and Nikolai Volkov as yeah. the Russian and the Iranian. Okay. With the in, ni- in 1982, North High School, they oh. came. They came there, and the, so and the awesome. headliner was um, Hulk Hogan and Ken Patera. Oh, fuck Hulk Patera, yeah. Ken Patera, who spit out some gum, and I picked it up. True story. And I <laughs> nice. gave it to my buddy Troy. And Buck Rock and Roll Zumoff was there, and the Brunzel brothers, and Jordan. yeah, I saw him, and I don't remember that Iron Sheik because everybody deserved to see the Hulk, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever. But the yeah, the Iron, I didn't. I had no idea about his. Yeah, the Iron Sheik. Uh, I don't know whether it's right or not because it was it was too young for me, but or too old for me. Um, the Iron Sheik is credited at least for some of Hulk Hogan's notoriety and uh, and fame because. Uh, the the Iron Sheik took to that like I hate the Hulk Hogan because he's the all American hero. I'm mm-hmm. this Iranian yeah. uh, nasty yeah. guy. So that's what led to the notoriety of Hulk Hogan was because the Iron Sheik took him as his nemesis. So America was like, yeah, of course I got to be behind Hulk Hogan. Right. Um, and the so I, I remember the match like hearing about it. <laughs> Iron Sheik was the champion of the world. He was the yeah. WWF champion, and he had the camel clutch, the mm-hmm. classic submission yes! move, That's which it. was it, yes! it, it, with look. If you've ever been in sixth grade and your buddy puts in the camel clutch, it, it oh, hurts. It sucks. Oh, it I've hurt. had it. I've right. had it. So he put and Hogan, I've administered it. Yeah, he, he it put hurts. Hogan in the camel clutch, and Hogan escaped it and pinned him. And and so I, you know, ever since then, it's been this like. He's, think he's about the international the relations right. and the anybody in Middle East. You couldn't have nailed his home country down to twenty, other than it's across an ocean. Right, <laughs> he was a monster. Right? Yeah. yeah. So he started training in the AWA in Minnesota, by the way, with yes. uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Yes. Oh, yes. So was he? he yes. pr- was he the prison guard? Yes. Yes. No, that's Big Boss Man. Oh fuck. Who was, uh, who was Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter? Slaughter. Was the, He's military. He was an army he was guy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was an so, army guy. He so was, the, the Sheik, when he like went... right out of Hogan's Heroes. Yeah. yeah. So he went up there and, and, and trained with the with Sergeant Slaughter. Worked for Sergeant Slaughter's dad's roofing company <laughs> when he first started. Of course he did. Right. And apparently Sergeant Slaughter and the Iron Sheik like, formed a long time like friendship. Like, of course, like uh-huh. the ultimate like enemies and, right. and all that so yeah he th- that is a guy who who again like master twitter leaned into that persona and his his tweets were so delightfully brash uh-huh. like they're just awesome and he saved his 81 years old and he always talked about drinking beer uh-huh. and, and 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 all that the dude was living his best life as best he could at, at 81 as a as a former pro wrestler yes so i I might have a, a chunk of Iron Sheik uh, Twitter quotes here to I, share, if you'd like. Yes, please. By all means, please. Yeah, please. Uh, the Iron Sheik did not like Justin Bieber. 
good. The Iron the Iron Sheik has. I, I've got a set of three quotes mm-hmm. uh, from his Twitter account. Good night at Justin Bieber. Fuck you times one hundred billion. Oh. <laughs> Next oh. one, Justin Bieber, nice young man. He best singer. April Fool Day. Justin Bieber have squirrel dick and fuck his own ass. Silly shit. His mother out. Oh, I had no idea. It was that good. Yep. Uh, Justin Bieber, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Why am I just hearing this? Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber has some quotes toward Miley Cyrus as well. Miley Cyrus win hashtag Golden Globes for whore. Miley Cyrus win, win Emmy Awards for you, our most embarrassing dumb bitch. I'm going to break your neck and suplex you forever, you jabroni. Okay. Hashtag Emmys. Yeah. I gotta say, listen. Good night. Hashtag Miley Cyrus. Please go fuck yourself. I had no idea. I would have traveled down there to try to oh, talk to him. Right. Holy shit. I, I have a website up that is the Thank uh, late you. great Iron Sheik's Ten, uh, ten greatest uh, uh, Twitter quotes. Some of them are all right. Some of them, like "Happy Birthday, Hulk Hogan, my gift to you that I didn't break your fucking leg, jabroni." <laughs> he he saved his best venom for for Hulk Hogan, which oh, is great yeah. because you the, here's so just good. a guy throwing out hated Hogan like like on the regular. I. Got I want to get back to Justin another, Bieber and Miley. Those oh, two scourges yeah. on our society. And they both are, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here, here's a whole uh, chic tweet about Hogan. Hulk Hogan, you are worse than an airport tuna sandwich. Oh, my God. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> right. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone except the Hulk no, Hogan. Except the Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> that means, yeah. And you know, to, it's a shame because he's the kind of guy that's well-known, but... I think if you rolled down there with good intentions, the three of us could have probably got a table with a guy somewhere. Oh, I, absolutely. I, I agree. Yep. Yeah, I think you just could have sat down and, and had a beer with a guy. And I, I right. very much enjoyed looking Damn at Twitter it. on Mondays and uh, seeing the Iron Sheet tweet almost every Monday, fuck the Mondays. Yeah. And but he also followed like American sports. Like he's yeah. an, an Iranian who lived in in Georgia, in Georgia, who who very much embraced the NFL, the uh-huh. the NBA. Like he tweeted about him constantly. Like uh-huh. the, he tweeted about the Bills mafia, about yep. you know, the fuck Katy Perry and uh-huh. the, the Super Bowl. He he was all over the pop culture stuff. The... It was great. And Travis, you were in the bathroom when I right, right. when I talked about like the the old guys on Twitter, Dick Vitale and Skip Bayless, who should not be on there. Here's a person who an eighty year old who is well, owning Twitter. Like it, and not even if he was eighty, he could have yeah. done that as a forty year old and been great. So if you're still sleeping, you dumb piece of shit, you get Iron Sheik alarm clock on iTunes or go fuck yourself. Also about alarm clocks, I wake up, I beat the fuck out of my clock. Don't tell me what fucking time it is. Fuck the clock. Monday, you dumb son of a bitch, go fuck yourself. This fuck is the, the first Monday episode forever. of 40 that I'm ever going to leave here, like, actually curious about other stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to, because I wish one of you two monkeys would have pointed this out early. <laughs> fuck the Wednesday or the Thursday, whichever day today is. Fuck it. Hashtag Team Sheiky. <laughs> so good find another justin bieber one fuck the beer if it no cold <laughs> somebody grab me a cold beer hashtag memorial day <laughs> oh my god 
Who deserved to get beer bottle up, put up their ass till glass break, make them shit ass blood? Tell me, <laughs> tell me, or go fuck yourself. Hashtag, hashtag Team Sheiky. <laughs> yeah, but by the way, you know who told me oh about the she- Steve texted me about the Sheik's death. He said, "Hey, by the way, the Sheik died. Who's your number one like?" want to guess now uh, of course this is Zlatan but then I'm like wait the fucking sheep the fucking died sheik is sh- there. shitting me uh huh yeah so it just it brilliant like god uh, we're, we're not getting Zlatan but maybe we could have got uh, we the sheik the sheik right so le- legitimately like oh. rest in peace sheik like that that is a Thank American you. success story and that's awesome uh we we, we gotta move on guys I know we, we could stay on this forever I know but um Travis uh actually let's go on to something else um, should we do a Brewstivist now? Sure. Okay, let's do a Brewstivist. Someone that makes us mad in sports because we love to bitch. We're old and we hate everything. So, what do you guys have to to bitch about? You got something else, Justin? Yeah, North Korea. North Korea, you are punk. You are jabroni. I can beat the fuck out of you forever because you have a Rice crispy dick. Have a good day. <laughs> Rice crispy dick. That's the best part. What is that? It's kind of hard, but it's not. It's not liquid. It's pliable, kind of. But small. But have a good day. Not big. Not big. Fuck the North Korea. They have the smallest dick in the world. Those poor Asians. That's something to overcome. At McDonald's, shut the fuck up. The people shit their pants when they eat your food. Fuck your McNuggets. (laughs) Shit, their pants are <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. All right. We, we got to go <laughs> on. One Justin. more. One more. Nicki Minaj and the Mariah Carey have a feud. They need to shut the fuck up because real feud is Sheik versus Sergeant Slaughter. And boot camp, man. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make it a call here that for every episode from here on out, we have two. And I repeat, two Iron Sheet quotes. Oh, forever. absolutely. Game, yeah. And oh, I think we'll be good for a long time. Yeah. We could be good for a long coach, time just in his could you 2023 please quotes. Yes. Yep. Oh, oh the Sheik. Awesome. All right, we got to move on. For <laughs> okay. real. We could, we could do this oh forever. Oh, small dicks. Yep. <laughs> Rice Krispie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, to be that witty at that age. Oh, he's did, awesome. I, I, I want to hope he doesn't have help. I want to hope that he doesn't have some young asshole putting out content. No, I guarantee It's got to be him, right? It's got to be him. Tell me it's him. Yes, thank you. I'm not going to believe anything else. So. I, 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 I picture won't. him sitting there in a, in a very comfortable robe, but still with that like oh, yeah. that head that <laughs> little headdress that he wore, like typing out these tweets. Yes. It, with the curly boots, yes, like just sitting, walking around sitting in them. the like the rocking chair that no. he's got on his. You know what? His curly window. slippers, like he's oh, got slippers yeah. on that are had those. Cur- you know Persian what? You know yeah. what? The, yep. the sheik is where, wherever he is right now, wearing the curly slippers. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him. Oh man, yeah. All right, we got to do a Bruce of it. Something that makes us mad about sports. Uh, when do you guys want to start? Oh, Travis, what do yeah. you got? So it, it, I had one, but then it came up today. Um, coach sent a uh, uh, reporter question about the oh, kids. Yeah. So that was oh. that was at the uh, uh, NBA, finals? NBA finals. It was during the finals to uh, Joachim. Uh, jo- no, Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Okay. I'll make this. I'll make this as brief as I can, but it expands on to just a trigger I've had forever. Stupid fucking reporter questions. 
here's the problem. When the people ask this type of question, which was basically, I don't have the exact words, which was, you're basically a new father. How does this, you know, how does this translate onto the basketball yes. court? And yep. he, it was a longer question, but it's basically, it doesn't. Okay, idiot. Here's the deal. There are tons of good media reporters out there that do it for the right reasons. They ask the right questions. They don't, you know, they don't take cheap shots. And you're there, and you ask a question like that. I will, okay, think, think what you do. This is not a daytime reality TV. You are talking to a basketball player. If the kid had just, you know, let's just say the guy had had a child you know, two days old, he's, hey, congratulations, whatever. And, you know, but you don't ask, how has this affected your playing a basketball court? Or insert all of these stupid questions they try to interject that has nothing to do with the play on the field. And that includes, you know, girlfriend breakups, divorces, that kind of shit. And I have one more thing, and it happened to me today also. I'm driving down the State Street Hill. And if you're not familiar with our community, well, we've been hijacked with bike lanes. And we have, I think the vehicles are definitely second fiddle, but you have, I don't know, a lot of space on your bike lanes in our city of Eau Claire. So I'm going down Street Street Hill, and I see this fella going, I'd like to say he was doing 30, but he was maybe doing 20 on his bike. And he is going northbound and the southbound sidewalk. Like against traffic, and thank God there wasn't like a kid or a pedestrian or anything like that. I'm like, and I'm looking around, and I have seen, oh, by the way, I travel there a lot. I've yet to see one fucking bicycle on the fucking bicycle lane, (laughs) and that includes the Water Street Bridge fucking fucked up bicycle lanes. And I'm looking at this guy who had a full beard, by the way, (laughs) and I'm like, Asshole, really? You couldn't choose the bicycle lane, but you were going to go 30 miles an hour onto incoming pedestrians. Go fuck yourself and the people that thought those bicycle lanes were a good idea. I'm moving on. Do you know what are a good idea? Pedestrian crosswalks and people stopping for them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, All right. You know, so. you know what? Our city council um, has just expanded. Uh, Terry Weld, who was the council president, who I would consider as... Well, a moderate on this council. He's liberal, but he is moderate on the council. Um, he uh, resigned. He's back to private life. Um, Emily Berge just took over as council president, which I like because she's level-headed. And she's, although very liberal, is very much um, cares for city employees and like common sense. They filled her spot with someone who's worked in the environmental protective services for the last six years. So you can guarantee there's going to be more bike trails within the streets. There's going to be more tree-hugging policies. There's going to be a whole lot more of that garbage coming to our fine city. So Great. All right, my Bruce of us. Um, the demand that is now put on high school athletes... Mm. Mm. So I was talking to my new co-worker, Ben, who's a former listener of the podcast. After we we called him the douche of the week. Yeah, we did. Um, Very early on. Yeah. Um, So one of his kids is just going into high school, I believe, and wants to run cross country. And cross country is a fall sport, so that's coming up, obviously, when school starts. They're doing cross country practices 
all summer long. That's garbage. I think two two days a week. He said, so he's got to get his kid to cross country practice. Now his his uh, wife is a high school teacher, so she has a little bit. Or I'm sorry, uh, no, elementary, elementary elementary school teacher, so she can get him there. Thankfully, um, there's no coaches allowed because it's you know you can't practice in the summertime. Did you say his name? No, Nicole I said his first name. Ben. Yeah. 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 Ben, come back to us, please. Yeah. Um. We're sorry. So apparently there's like a, a senior member of the team there who keeps track of who shows up. Oh, garbage. Mm. And you yeah. get you get points assigned based That's on how often you show up. Terrible. Yep. So it doesn't matter how much you decide to go and run on your own in the summertime. If you don't show up to their practices, That's then bullshit. you don't get the points. And they somebody asked, like, so what do these points mean? And they said, well, nothing, but it matters to the coach. It means nothing <laughs> but that information is relayed to the coach. Exactly. Yep. Right. God, I, so yeah. during Flashbacks the summer... To high school, right. Now, my son Jack played basketball in middle school and he was not good. He's a sub on the B team. And so, you know, we're like, well, you know, is he going to play basketball in high school and all that? So I signed, signed up to one of the apps that the, high, the varsity coach sends out they're playing summer basketball leagues all year. There's games in Marshfield. There's games in Lacrosse. There's open yeah. gyms twice a week, and it, and they said, "Well, we're not taking everyone to these games. There, but it'll be based on you know who shows up to these open gyms. Right. So if my kid wants to get in the good graces of the coach, he's got to go to these open gyms. He's not that good to begin with." So does he want to try to fight his way onto the team and, and by going to these open gyms when he's already playing baseball, when he's doing all this stuff and practices during the week? Are you fucking kidding me? When I was in high school, I, I did not put on shoulder pads until I was a freshman, right before my freshman year. Really? Didn't, no, because it was Shatak and it was in 1990. 1990. We didn't, we didn't have middle school. We didn't have any of that summer... Oh, I had three concussions under my belt before I got to high school. So it was already starting at your, at uh, your time, and I was in a tiny little high school. Uh, and so, fourth grade? And, and, and here's the thing. like I didn't know how good I was at football until I put on the pads and went out and played. And I was actually kind of good first at tech. Okay? I was actually pretty good. It's like, but I didn't... I, yeah. No, you, you can say it. I wasn't that good, but I was good first at tech. So... You're already disqualifying kids who can't get to these practices, who don't want to put in this time, but could blossom later on when they grow. Why are the, the, the pressures that we're putting on these kids and the time and all that? Like, look, this is college type dedication that we're asking of high school That's kids, terrible. and it sucks. And it sucks. 99.8% of high school student athletes will ever get anywhere close to um, scholarships mm -hmm. or right. professional sports. Mm -hmm. This You're is right. something this is this is character building, it's teamwork building, it's professional like job building. But it's nothing that they're going to why are you wasting all of this time for something that you're not going to do beyond high school? Yep. I, so I, <clears throat> when I was in high school uh, track, mm -hmm. I was a discus and chopper guy i took a discus home with me and out Theft. on the out on the Theft. no no, no. they said you can bring it home and i practice out on my Dwight. backyard 
through it for hours on end. I got him. On my own. Wouldn't have mattered dick now because you're not there doing a no. a programmed workout. And oh, it's just yeah. nonsense. It's like, terrible. It's I sad. Hate it. So bad. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Justin. No, mine's not as good. Hmm. Mine only barely covers sports. I I took my Bruce DeVis to another level. I was sort of annoyed today. <laughs> uh, Bruce about DeVis, detours? Yeah, well, no. Oh. <laughs> that, don't get me fucking started on that. I, uh, Go ahead. <laughs> I, so, um, my daughter forgot her uh, dance tank top. She didn't necessarily forget it. She didn't look at the uber-important band app for where all of the summer dance correspondence was going Whoa. on. And didn't realize that she needed her uh, last summer's tank top to try on for tonight's practice long story short my detour i could not come directly to woodman's to get my beer and come over here i had to take a detour to drop this tank top off at a friend's house (laughs) which ended up being in the most inopportune part of town (laughs) so i had to drive through the city to get over to woodman's you told her right Oh, how this messed no, everything up. No, no, she's going to hear about it tomorrow. Uh, when she is, yeah, no, okay, she's, yes, she's going to hear about it tomorrow. So I had to drive through the city to get over to Woodman's, and driving through the city of Eau Claire is difficult enough at 4, 5, uh, 3.30 to 3.45. Um, I thought I was going to be <laughs> sneaky and take the Galloway Street out to River Prairie Drive and over to Woodman's. Perfect. I can avoid Birch Street and everything about Birch and Hastings and everything about Birch and Pine that I hate about the city. Well, fucking hell. Birch, or Galloway Street's under construction. So I had to detour. Not only did I have to detour, I had to detour up to Putnam Street to get onto Birch. So I sat there for literally three minutes waiting in line to try to get uh, onto Birch Street, I know and it took Justin. me ten minutes to get from Birch and Putnam to Galloway or to uh, Woodman's, which to the listeners that live in the fake mitten and other places in the state <laughs> that don't matter, that means nothing what? to you. Michigan, Michigan, the fake mitten. Uh, I have a family member, well, sort of family member, a family member that mm. calls uh, Michigan a mitten and shows me a picture of Michigan, which looks mm. like a retarded mitten. <laughs> But can't doesn't, say that. Yes, I can. Can you say that? Or yes, not? you I can. Think. Yes, you can. Right, you can whatever. say whatever you want. The First Amendment of the Constitution says I can say whatever I want as long as it doesn't create violence. He's a scholar. <laughs> so, Josh, I mean, which Fuck you all. I can say it. Oh, come on. You talked about Grandma and Grandpa eating people out. <laughs> you, so. did. you did. You did. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it did. He's right. <laughs> yeah, it did. God, you question. Please, uh, please go on. What, go, what could you question? Whatever. Detours. <laughs> it took me a long time. Yeah. My Bruce to miss. God right. damn it. Detours. And all I was going to say, I heard this World War II vet talk about Normandy. I'm like, God, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Victim mentality. <laughs> in sports or in life. You know what? Shit happens. You Bad f- shit happens to good people. You fucking stuck in a stop sign on Pine Street. Yes. First. You fucking snowflake. Bad shit happens to good people. Bad shit happens to terrible people. Deal with what you can control and stop blaming everyone else 
for your downfalls and your poor decisions. Yeah. What are you reading right now? What, I, I what were you reading? Down. Did you did you did <laughs> you have to write that down? You had to write that outburst out. Yes, because oh, you're shit, me. I was venting about certain. You couldn't remember about. eight words. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Fuck you all. That was cathartic uh, for me. Uh, Go fuck yourself. I really need to hear something that makes me feel good about sports. Oh, okay, what are Travis, we you got an anti-Bruce. Oh, do I ever. Do I ever. I mentioned it to you uh, folks off air here. But I, I watch these uh, South Park videos. I absolutely <laughs> love them. I love South Park South more Park than anything. Is. And I probably, I don't know, I can quote as much South Park as the average person, but not nearly as much as people that are super, super into it. But I, I was there 30 years ago. Anyway, I'm listening and I'm watching this South Park Best of Cartman. And they had this Tiger Woods and Elon video game <laughs> deal. Yes. And, it, and yes. I did not see it live, but it was a month after yes. the whole Tiger scandal broke. Oh, and Tiger so is at the green, and Edelin comes out, starts swinging a six iron at him, and, <laughs> and starts bloodying him. And you know he's getting into his car, and he's trying to leave. And she and I'm like, how <laughs> fucking good is that? And I here here's my point with with this whole deal. Take the South Park aside, the people that we all know the Tiger Woods is probably <laughs> the best physical golfer of all time. Let's be honest, he's yes. the best golfer best of all time in his prime. Yeah. Yeah. But that's leave it at that yep. and let's remember really what he was and yes. unfortunately it takes South Park to point out here is you can't make this up you literally can't make this up Tiger Woods fled in an Escalade with his wife chasing him with Smashed an iron out the window and he crashed into a tree no she, what did she smash the window with a, a golf, golf club, club. Yep. I think it was a seven iron but don't hold me to it uh-huh she came at Tiger Woods <laughs> with a golf club, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yep. And then, the, and then the media thing went into motion, and before you know it, everything kind of gets whatever. Yep. But what we know of the Palo Verde or whatever police department that deals with three calls a year had to say about it was okay. I mean, it was pretty much that, but oh he got attacked with a golf club yep. is that the best thing ever That's and if nike didn't have eight trillion dollars invested with the guy uh -huh. it would be more, it's like tiger woods you know oh boy you it's my, just so good i just my, thank you south park you know what my favorite part of that episode is tell me after they get through like elon chasing uh him in the car yes. crashing it and then she uh attacking him on tees yes 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 at the very end a whore uh, there's there's a uh like a press conference that they have to negotiate through yes. but then tiger woods is just able to golf and they say oh now it's just a golf game what else can we do <laughs> the one where he hits a drive onto the greens and it's like it and, and the golf game after all of and, the beating and, itself. And, and you know, I guarantee you, there were South Park watchers that weren't necessarily golf people that watched that and probably uh -huh. did a little bit of a search. Oh, that's uh -huh. really that's what happened. Bad. That's almost exactly uh -huh. what happened. God, so there self, you go. You know what? I would go out. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I will say that South Park was better written and more entertaining than The Simpsons was. Uh, oh yeah, and I'll, I'll even. Family Guy is kind of still a well. Anyway, right. South Park is, is, is number one. You know, mm -hmm. we could talk about that for hours, but 
Simpsons is in a category one of my favorites. Yes. But South Park hits it on another level. Yes. I think I think most South Park fans are also Simpson fans, but understand yep. it's two different things, and one's not mm-hmm. better than the other. One will go into different places, but when when they went after Tiger Woods and to go after him and Nike and just they're they're not afraid of anyone. No, and it's like that is really what happened, folks. This is not they, creating a deal. They had an entire episode that's banned everywhere in the world because they showed images of Muhammad. Oh, that one. That the, oh, there's yeah. there's one. The, 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 the Salman Rushdie one? Yeah, you have to yeah. go into like dark web areas to get that episode to watch it because nobody will have it on any well, of their streaming services. And for good reasons, quite frankly, because well, I don't think know. I would. Yeah. yeah. But yes. Uh, Josh. Yeah, no. South Park aside, I'm, I'm just thinking back to the Tiger Woods being attacked with a Golf club. It's Wait. almost Thank like. Thank you. Yes. That is so overlooked and so hilarious. He apparently had a. If the version I heard was correct, he had a golf bag mm-hmm. near where he was fleeing from, and she was so upset she grabbed the first club she could out of the bag, and it was an iron, and started attacking the Escalade because she was chasing him, and it was a short pursuit because, well, he can only keep up with a vehicle so <laughs> yep. long, even if it's only going 15 miles an hour, mm-hmm. but she smashed off the back window with uh-huh. the iron, you, and then he crashed, and then, yeah. yeah. You remember uh, Addison Russell? No. The, Russell, the uh, a, middle infielder for yes, the Cubs, I was say whose whose no, wife no. or or whatever went on like social media and aired all kinds of uh, domestic uh, violence stuff. Really, she aired her grievances. And okay. She aired them loud. Yeah, it's it's almost like if she had taken a baseball bat and like crushed his ankle with it, like the yeah. the the poetic justice of that is that so. Is, Thank you, Josh, because that is my entire overriding point with this whole thing. He got attacked with a golf club. Yep. A Tiger Woods Nike golf club. And she didn't do it just for that irony. She did it because it's like... It was there. If there was a tire iron, she would have done it. It's a weapon of opportunity. It was a weapon of opportunity for her and for Tiger Woods to be affected with the golf club. is really one of the funnier damn things ever. That's so good. God. And then, and the, did you, you folks remember the two weeks after with the incredibly most uncomfortable press conference ever that his mother attended? Tiger's oh. mother attended? Really? No, oh, I don't remember. Oh, yeah. That. It was really painful. It I, was a Nike coordinated whatever. I'll I, send it to you later. I do remember the, the Nike commercial that came out after that with his dead father. No. Where they had the voiceover of his dead father talking yes. about like like responsibility or something yeah, like that. that. It was, it was just, like, and and you know what? You, we look at that from a standpoint of this is just the most pathetic pandering thing ever. Yeah. But when you literally have billions at stake, not millions or tens or hundreds of millions, mm-hmm. but billions at stake, you can only imagine the phone calls that took oh, place between geez. Tiger's legal team and Elon's legal team Mm -hmm. very soon and you noticed that she after the initial i lost her mind it got really tame really quick and that's right well how much how many checks did nike write to her to say well think about it that's what you do and if i'm a shareholder of nike that's i guess what i would want oh yeah okay all right that was your anti-brucevist travis yeah i just thought tiger woods and 
be embarrassed was oh, great. I didn't even do mine yet. No, oh, did you do your, no. yours, guy? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, no, I see I highlighted it as I'm moving past it, but I didn't see it yet. Oh, all right, perfect. <clears throat> you guys probably don't know who Will Still is. Will Still. Will Still. He was a classic composer. Nope, wrong. Um, and um, pianist. No, he's the coach of a soccer that was team. Funny. in. That was that pretty was good. Funny coach. Sorry. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, he's the coach of a soccer team in Liga Un, which is the oh, French yes. first league, right? Yes. And it's <laughs> what, it, what is he coach of? Reims. There's no way that's how it's actually pronounced, but it's spelled Rim. Whatever, how you would say it in French. The guy's young. He's 30 uh, years old. How do you old. say Reims? Yeah. He's 30 years old. He's a 30-year-old coach in a top-flight soccer How's league in, in France. R-E-I-M-S. So, apparently there's a there's a game called Football Manager, which is super like popular. Like, I don't yes. Know. Yes, yeah. I've heard of it. Yep. So, Will Still was a 17-year-old like soccer player, probably in some academy or, or whatever. And he started playing Football Manager... And really got into it. Decided to bow out of actually playing soccer and got into the managing aspect of it. Then he like cool. signed on as a coach cool. and got like a video analyst analyst job and started walking up the steps and all that until he some coach got fired and they appointed him as the interim manager of this French Premier League, whatever you know, League One. Whatever, like, all right, just take it for now, and held on to it. He didn't lose for like seventeen games, and in, including a draw to PSG, who has a, a budget of like three hundred million dollars every year. So he's so like young and inexperienced that he doesn't have his UEFA like coaching certificate that you have to have you have to have yeah, like some right, right. degree or whatever so every game that that guy coached the team got fined $27,000 <laughs> in american money and yes. whatever bill us bill us is great yeah that's exactly what they said they said yeah. this guy's doing the job bill us we don't care we we'll don't take we'll take shit. the fine and he's going on to get his like certificate or hey, whatever it is yeah. but you think about that like here's a some kid, literally a kid, seventeen years old, like I don't know if I'm gonna make it on the That's on the, on the pitch. So the that uh, manager game, uh, they saw the success of that in Europe and created NFL head coach. They made that for PlayStation. That started in 2006. I remember so that, that game. Started it. That's where so that came I, from. Yes. So I I back in my youth when I was curious about things, I saw NFL head coach. Why would you create a game like this instead of just the career path in Madden? Right. So I looked into it a little bit. It was off of that. Because of that game. Of, of yep. the football coach. That yeah. this guy yes. got really into. And now yes. now they like to make a huge deal about this and say, he's only a manager because he played this this yeah. game. It's like, that's not the that's case. Not like, he, right. he, he put his time in as wow. an actual, like, person. But when you elevate yourself to a 30-year-old... As the coach of a team that's playing against PSG, which is the yes owned by Saudi Arabia, which has unlimited funds, and oh, you draw fuck Saudi Arabia. That was going to be one of my statements. Never yeah. uttered. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't accept this check from you. And I was going to name the name of the Saudi. Oh, right. sure. Uh, you know. Yep, but yeah. but here's a guy, 30 years old, and the team is saying we'll pay the fine 
every time he takes the field because the we feel com- the pitch. Every time he takes because he's Do doing wanna, good things you for us. us. How to pronounce the name? Yeah, it's not Reams. No, of course it's not. Rons. Rons. Pronounce or sounds like R A A N S. Rons. 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 All right. Sorry I to just, our French audience. But I yeah. just want to be no, factual. No, I, I appreciate it. I, I think I said I'm not going to pronounce it right. No, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's so why I, I think that's I think that's awesome. It's only that, fair to our listeners that we get this accurate. Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's awesome. That's that, that, that guy is out there, cool. out there coaching. So, all right. I anti Bruce of this. Go. It's going to be very short. Very that's simple, what she said. Very sweet. That's what I've heard all my life. Amen. The first sip. Of an overpriced stadium beer. Yes, it costs too much. Yes, you will likely be pissing it away within the hour. God damn, does it taste good. That's it. Yeah, I'll take one. That's all I care about. Okay, that's a great point, Justin, and I want to expound on that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, When I used to... You're going to pound on it a little bit? No, I said expound. Expound on that a little bit. So... You have six? So, thank you, buddy. When I used to attend express games all the time, oh, yeah. when I was a host family or a uh-huh. host baron and, yep. and married, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, well, uh, you know, I went to a lot of games, and they always had like some craft beer at the express mm-hmm. games. I would the curve, the curve. They had like a shock top, yes, something uh, or other, yeah, whatever. One, yeah, one, yep. I I never got them. I got the um, Mick Golden Light. Yes. And I would s- sit in that seat and drink a cheap Mick Golden Light and watch low-level baseball, collegiate summer baseball. And there's something about that beer that tasted so good sitting at that game yep. that if you put it in front of me now, I'm like, the fuck? I don't want to fucking taste that yep. shit. It's Nailed the it. surrounding. It's the... The sun beating down, it's the people around you, it's watching the baseball. You could put some cheap-ass, just disgusting beer in a cup and make it draft because they're pouring it out of a tap and not cracking it out of a can. A tap that hasn't been cleaned in probably two years. Oh, God, yeah. You're getting so much flavor from Mm -hmm. that bacteria that's coming through Mm -hmm. there because you know it's not inspected by the city. Yep. Because they're getting a chunk of the taxes from there. (laughs) And it just tastes so much better than anything you could do. God, that's a good point. That is an excellent anti-Bruce of it. Yes. Good work, Justin. Love it. Um, No shit, no shit? Yes. No shit. I got a couple. All right. What do you got? You want me to start? I, ahead, I think buddy. mine are less than quality this week. Oh, but, all right, uh, good. Good lead in. My, yeah, my no shit. Like the things that you hear from someone that's that you look at yourself and you think, well, no shit. Bitches be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would no know. <laughs> well, you well. would too. <laughs> well. Mine's crazier. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yes, bitches be crazy. Yeah. Well, mine's pretty. Pretty tame. <laughs> Couple guys looking at their cell phones. Once the storm front clears, the, the radar should stop raining. <laughs> I can't count the number. No, I. It's it exceeds both of my hands. The number of times I've looked at the radar, uh, 
trying to figure out whether or not it's going to rain for Minnesota United games when we, before we go over there. Oh, it looks like it looks like right around five o'clock the storm is going to clear out and we'll be dry. Yeah, Just, yeah, and it never hell. happens. Yeah, yeah. You may as well punch yourself in the nuts. It's yeah. not going to work. Oh god, the, or the flushy sack that once contained your nuts. Oh yeah, I mean, okay. As usual, I forgot one of those. So go on to your educational low shit. Uh, my educational low shit. The first Lego mini figurine was created in 1978, and it was the policeman figure. Since then. Uh, and beginning at approximately 2020. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. There have been more Lego figurines created than there are people on Earth. There are... Uh, it, the last official number that uh, Lego would say was in 2015, and there were 5 billion mini Lego figurines created. But they also said their annual production is 750,000 per year. So given that demographic, right around 2019, the number of Lego mini figurines on the planet exceeded the number of human beings. That's, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, uh, they wouldn't be making them if people weren't buying them. People are buying them. And that uh, policeman figurine that they created in 1978, the, first the very one. first one... Uh, in they apparently sell boxes that contain like mini figurines. Like you can buy a box mm-hmm. of Lego mini figurines. They will only put one policeman in any of those boxes. Like the boxes will contain a hundred of them, and there will only be one uh, one policeman. That would that would have been my the, guess. It makes it one of the rarest mini figurines that there are. The Boba yeah, Fett really. Boba Fett is the rarest mini mm. figurine. What did you say? Boba Fett. From Star Wars. From Star Wars. It is the rarest one, and if you come across one, it's worth approximately $16,000. Jesus Christ. Wow. I'm going to hold on to mine. Yeah. Dragonflies accelerate at a G-force of up to 4 Gs, and here's the kicker. They corner at 9 Gs. Jesus Christ. Exactly. You've seen them? They're fucking maniacs. They are crazy. And they can do stuff that... Yeah, the average fighter pilot can't do Phil. That's accurate. I've tried if, if you swim. could if you could equip them with weapons. Yeah, think about crazy. It. I mean, they, we, we should, small missiles and all, but we should weaponize dragonflies. I don't know if they're trainable. Do you know why That's I believe true. that? Have you ever been and I yeah. don't spend a lot of time no, on boats? Who doesn't believe it? Have you, have you seen a dragonfly? I I completely believe I've that. tried to catch dragonflies and they go from here to here instantaneously. Right. They're, and they're, I have no they're unbelievable. And, but, so I haven't been on many boats, but when you've been on a boat that's like flying across a lake, like at top speed, and all of a sudden... Catch a one in dra- the forehead. A dragon... No, it comes in like it's not even... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Moving. Like, There's no effort. It's just... Right. Yep. Wow. Nine you know Gs. You know what? Once, the hmm. first time I was ever on a pontoon, mm-hmm. you know what happened? Hmm. I saw Travis on a pontoon going the other direction. <laughs> Last summer on Lake Eau Claire, or Lake Eau Claire. Well, you remember the one time I was sitting on a pontoon and I screamed at you, <laughs> "Hey, Travis!" <laughs> okay. It was just you and the bride. It's coming back to me. Oh, yeah, that God. was the first who, time who I've ever been on a pontoon. Um, Stephanie's sister. Uh, it was her sister and uh, her husband's uh, pontoon. Does that it took It took a really long time for it to get started because we thought it was out of gas, and we put more gas into it, and it turned out that the battery is dead, so we yeah. had to get a jump start, and it turned into a long hollow blue, but we got it on the lake, and we went cruising. 
Boy, you know what uh, lake etiquette is, is to stop and talk. Yeah, you were <laughs> far away away from us, moving much faster than we were. How did I look? Uh, you didn't have a shirt on, and <laughs> seriously, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. not so. Typical. So we were, Jesus. we were coming. Maybe we it's were, good you didn't. Yeah. So we were coming <laughs> back from some yeah. sort of like flowage. Oh, that area, might be best. Yeah. And we were I would have thought your DNR, and I would have accelerated away. And so I looked. <laughs> so we were, <laughs> yeah. So Stephanie and I were talking like, ah, oh, Travis's house is coming up here. Like, yeah. And I was trying to like pick up the coastline, like, ah, we're still a little bit of ways away. We're like, it, it's up yeah. there. And all of a sudden, I see this pontoon go past us. Right. Like, the fluffy biscuit. Holy fuck! <laughs> That's a thing. That's oh, Travis. Hey, Travis! Uh, oh, uh, really? And then we got up to your house. So you must have either just launched or you were on a tour of the lake. Who knows? Maybe we were going to uh, make love. It could have happened. Oh, you, I doubt it. Doubt it for almost sure. But <sighs> God, I'd love to think uh-huh. it. All right. Um, my no shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're still on this. Yeah, we're still on this. <laughs> you guys went off and that's fine. Um, you guys all know that like Bruce Willis is one of the biggest oh, like God. action stars in hollywood and and awesome. tragically was yeah, um, diagnosed with, right with dementia and all right that. it's yeah, really essentially sad. dementia yeah yeah so it's an incredibly crazy story and how he became an action hero it's wild so his big action like hit where he first hit this exactly die hard so die hard was it, it it's oddly a sequel it was based on a novel that was mm-hmm. like another sequel and all that. So contractually, the studio had to offer the lead role to Frank Sinatra. Oh. Right. How Frank, good is that? Interesting. Frank Sinatra was 70 years old at the time. Yeah. So, of course, he had to turn it down. He was, yeah. Okay. Right. So here are the people that they offered it to before Bruce Willis. Okay. Must be good. Sylvester Stallone. Richard Gere, Clint Eastwood, Harrison Ford, Burt Reynolds, Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson, Richard Dean Anderson, MacGyver, Paul Newman. I can Newman, see every one of those so far. Yep. Paul Newman, James Caan, and Al Pacino. Okay. Jesus. They offered it all to them. Who are? They finally brought it to Bruce Willis, who by that time was starring in Moonlighting. Do you remember that show? It was a TV show. You know, it was a... When you point to me because of my age, and I get no, I, I get that, it. but I, I do, I didn't like it necessarily. I, I, I think I was dating my then wife. Yep. Who was the who was the Sybil Shepherd? Yes. Oh my God! No, absolutely oh, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Bruce Willis turned it down because he had to make Moonlighting. Sybil Shepherd got pregnant, and they couldn't do it anymore. Exactly. You're so he kidding. said. So wow. he said. So he said, "Okay, I'll make the movie." Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Yes. So, had Sybil Shepard not gotten pregnant, was there the 21st, 20s? Who was it? I, Anybody? Was, God knows. Or maybe they wouldn't Sybil make it. Shepherd maybe they would have run out of legitimate stars. Sybil Shepard doesn't get knocked out. Bruce Willis because, isn't who he is. Because today. Bruce exactly. Willis was not necessarily... No. I'm hearing these names, and most of them were pretty well established, I mm-hmm. think. Yes. Bruce would not have been anything more than the Mulaney guy. So they were already in their world, kind of digging deep into the. He, am he I am I wrong? Have, he was, didn't have any major motion. He pictures had been in that. one movie before that, which was a comedic movie called uh, Blind Date. Here's no. the deal: you might put that on the shelf wow. and, and, and reoffer it again because literally, I mean, 
that was probably a risk with Bruce Willis. Wow. Of course. Now, think back and picture anyone else in that role, and you go, no. 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 Richard Gere? Are no. you kidding me? No, 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 no. Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson? No. Clint Eastwood? Yep. If none of that stuff had happened... You wouldn't have Bruce Willis as the action star wow. he is today, and, and that, that fair is, enough. And and that is perfect in like how yeah. Hollywood works. You think these people are picked out like early no. on, like uh uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. it is purely like roll the dice, that's whatever crazy. weird shit happens, that and that's how we have Bruce Willis as an action wow. star. Yeah. Wow, that that's nuts. That's that really unreal. Is. Right. That's unreal. Yeah. All right, we got to do douche of the week. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. Uh, who's got a douche of the week? I can start if you want. Sure. Um, I feel maybe we've done this before. Justin, you correct me because you would know. Um, the owner of FC Chelsea or Chelsea FC, Todd we Bowley. We have not done Todd Bowley yet. Okay, Todd Bowley's an American. He is. I'm he sure. bought Chelsea, one of the uh, biggest soccer clubs in the, and he in the world. he bought a lot of money. About $5 billion or $4 billion, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. He bought it from... A Russian oligarch who had close Dead. ties to Putin. Who was forced to sell Chelsea <laughs> forced to because sell of that sort of Russian oligarch. Yeah, that's not good. I'd love to be an oligarch. I just love to identify myself <laughs> as such. Yeah. Hi, Travis Maybe Quella. Maybe I have a t-shirt. Oligarch. Travis Quella, you are an American Travis. oligarch. Mm-hmm. Right, so, so Travis, you don't have to say oligarch after you introduce yourself. Well, I'd like to. Yeah, I'm going to continue to say I'm going to continue to say yep. and, right. and once we get these bike lanes fucking removed, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be more to it. <laughs> yes! Yep. What's the first thing? Yeah, the bike lanes. I don't <laughs> care about, I don't care about the Israelis and the Palestinians. Stop. I don't care about oh, a lot of things. Goddamn fucking bike lanes. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, so Travis. Todd Bowley bought Chelsea FC with, with the belief or the assumption you will invest open in the in the club wallet. yep open wallet yep you have to invest in the team just like uh Ooh. roman obramovich did because he poured uh-huh. millions probably billions into that club so he said yes i will do the same he promptly Ooh. did he absolutely poured half a billion dollars of buying players into that club and they barfed all over themselves and that club finished closer to relegation than they did to See what Champions happens League. is when you spend money on high-priced players, they don't With necessarily no plan. play together well. And, and here's the worst part for me: so Todd Bowley was in his job for probably ten minutes, uh-huh. and he started saying, "Maybe the Premier League can learn something from MLB uh-huh. and from uh-huh. the NFL, and maybe uh-huh. we should have a All-Star game." Uh-huh. For the Premier League, and for maybe the Premier League, and maybe we can have a relegation playoff to see who goes down. Uh-huh. Now you can make your point: a relegation playoff, uh, maybe it has worked for the Bundesliga. Absolutely, uh, the playoff is between two teams, right? One from the lower league and one from the upper league, which this year happened to be uh, Stuttgart. Stuttgart. Um, now, that's a good point. You may actually be able to make a lot of money from that. Yes. How about as an American coming in and buying a team, you take a back seat and not start putting we need to do this, we should do this, we should do this. No. How about you, know, you like, sit back and, uh, and, and take a watch and go, Jesus, the relegation like day on the last day of the Premier League or Bundesliga is so intense, so emotionally yes. charged, it works and 
everybody's watching. It is uh, an American who comes from a playoff system that nobody gets relegated to right. something that is much better. It would be like an American, a guy from New York, let's say, mid-20s, go over to France <laughs> and try to lecture a Frenchman about romance. Yes. How about you run your I'm own? I'm a little concerned how you were able to say that really smooth. <laughs> Say because I have, I have an say inner, it again. I have an inner inner Frenchman for romance. How, how about how about you run your own team properly yeah, before you start lecturing hey, the other Premier League teams? Understand what the league is before coming in to impose your beliefs. On There's it. a big massive stay in your own lane. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the absolutely. Premier League has been around for what? It, I mean, it, when I say massive, we all know there are people that do it with their own individual sports. But when you incorporate the international, it's like, are you fucking kidding right. me? You're trying to bring your own country's style into your thing. No. And again, it's tough enough for Americans, players, coaches, anything to, to make headways into European soccer. It just sets everybody back. So it's exactly the, right. You now look like the it sets dumbass good people American. Back. It, it sets That's, people back. And that was my it. whole point on yeah. Travis. Thank you for bringing so. that yeah. up. Thank you for bringing that up because you've just set everyone yeah. back like, oh, God, you're another fucking American coming over to yeah. try to try to do shit. Right. So, so the English Premier League has been around since 92. But top, in its current, in its current incarnation. State, top, top English football, and, and by English, it purely means England and yep. not... Not Scotland, not Ireland, not the the uh, mm-hmm. countries that uh, involve the UK. Mm-hmm. English football has been around for a hundred plus years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you've been an American owner of the Dodgers and part of the Lakers for how long? Like, no. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And by the way, all his top people at Chelsea left shortly after he took over because they hey, went. Got, yeah, did you know they've got, they've got other places yes. to go. I, they let's, will. let's personify this a little bit more too. Leeds United who just got relegated mm-hmm. to the English oh, Championship God. League. I don't even want to think about that. Do you know who is the uh, now uh, majority owner of the Leeds United? Owners of Leeds United? Don't say Alex Rodriguez or something fucking crazy. No, they're not American, are they? Oh, they sure are. Oh, are you kidding me? They are, and they were a majority owner, but now they own like all of it. The same uh, ownership group that owns the San Francisco 49ers. Oh my God, you're right. Yes. Yep. And and they appointed American coach Jesse March, yep. and he brought in a bunch and of American players, he got and fired. now they got relegated. And he got fired. Yep. Yep. So if you're... If, <laughs> If you're an English, if you're an English soccer team where the fans have insane amount of power, like you can actually affect change. Yep. As fans. And we've talked about that, right? The, yes. So uh, now you have now you have an American ownership group who wants to come in. That's my cat scratching his Who wants to come in and take ownership mm-hmm. of your club? Would you not? Would you not take to the streets? Where you can actually say, uh, you can make people say, wait, 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 the fans are pissed yeah. off. Yeah. Because of people like Todd Bowley and the Leeds ownership group who say uh-huh. they just run us into the ground. Yep. I own four English soccer kits. Uh, one is uh, uh, Manchester City. Mm-hmm. 
that has no uh, associated player. Mm-hmm. I own an Arsenal. I own a Manchester United, and I also now own a Leeds United kit. The now relegated with Tyler Adams on it. Who's gonna leave? They're not gonna. <laughs> he's not gonna be a part of the club. Yeah, you pay like seventeen bucks for it because I did pay seventeen dollars. The shipping costs more than the kit itself. Yeah. yeah. But yes, yeah. If you want, if you want an English football team, and you want it to be relegated and run to the ground, you have an American ownership group. Um, I'm going to tell you a quick story, and this is not on the itinerary because I heard it on a podcast the other day. Uh, you know about Napoli, right? Napoli won the Italian, the Italian League, Italian league for the first time forever Pavantes. since. Juventus. Uh, got, they got. No, no, no. They would have won it without They would have won it without it, but uh, it would have been Juventus closer. Got, yeah. They would have been number two. No, they weren't even close to Juventus. They, yes, they, were, they got they No, they got bounced out of the Champions League. They weren't even close to Napoli. Anyway, right. the point is. But they got a point reduction. Right, but it wouldn't have threatened Napoli. Anyway, okay. the, the okay. point is they won it since like the 80s when Diego Maradona was, was playing for Napoli. Uh, so um, a couple of years ago, the coach for, for Napoli was getting like some real shit from the Ultras, who are the scary like fans, the one that will literally like, go to your house and like shit on your front door and probably break your windows. This coach, like he had like a, a Fiat or you know whatever the Italians drive that disappeared. It was stolen. And there was a lot of, like, speculations and some hints thrown out by these ultra groups that, yeah, motherfucker, we took your uh-huh. took your fiat, right? So just like a you know a month ago, they won the, the league. So they a, a gift showed up for, for this coach. Oh, and God. they didn't know what the hell it was. Like, so they opened it up. It was a fucking steering wheel of that car. Available. Yeah, that's awesome. Like they returned it, return return it to awesome. them, which is almost almost, almost like the Godfather putting the head of yes. the horse in the bed. There, How much different is, is it from principle? In oh, principle, yeah. right? That is, but that, but in some that was their like apology or not apology, but like okay, you're back in our good graces. We 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 destroyed that car, but here's a steering wheel. That is why European soccer is the best. In the entire world. Of and completely sport. terrifying, yep. too. <laughs> Diego Maradona. Mm-hmm. The two most famous fans of Diego Maradona. Name it. Charles, Charles Minor and Stanley Hudson. <laughs> office. Yeah. office I, I love the Diego Maradona. Yeah. 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 Uh, I thought. love... Uh, Diego Maradona, yeah. as I'm looking at my hand because I've got it written on my palm. Good word. Stanley. Yep. All right. Um, that's what she said. No, you were the only one to do douche of the week. We have an opportunity. Did I really? I apologize. That went off on a yes. on a tangent. I'm going next. Go ahead. My douche of the week also follows uh, European football. Oh. It is the Barcelona Board of Directors. Barca. Oh. Uh, after uh, Lionel Messi uh, said he was going to join uh, Inter Miami of the, hold on, yep, Major League Soccer in the United States, mm-hmm. um, Barca had some things to say about uh, Messi, and it was um, received very negatively amongst anyone that knows anything about soccer. Anyone with the ears. Yes. So, uh, Barca's statement after 
Barca and not Barca, like I once said. <laughs> Barca uh, said the following on their uh, press release after Lionel Messi, the greatest player in the world, joined an MLS club. Quote, on Monday, Jorge Messi, the player's father and representative, informed the club president, J- Joan or Johan, Johan. Johan Laporta of the player's decision to join Inter Miami. This despite having been presented with a proposal from Barca in consideration of the desire of both Barcelona and Messi for him to once again wear the club's colors. President Laporta understood and respected Messi's decision to want to compete in a league with fewer demands, further away from the spotlight, and the pressure he has been subject to in recent years. However, he says this all with this big grandiose, Barca is in excess of their La Liga-imposed spending limit and can only invest 40% of any money that they save or generate. So even if Messi decided he wanted to play for Barca for free, there would be an imposed uh, uh, salary, essentially salary cap of 25 million euro based on his previous earnings, which would make it impossible. Hold on, wait a minute. Let's check the percentages of impossible. That's zero percent of him being able to be registered as a player for Barcelona. So Barcelona gets bid out by a MLS team that is, well, let's just check the standings, last place in the Eastern Conference of Major League Soccer, which is registered just above championship level soccer in Europe and is maybe on par with it. Essentially, though, uh, MLS is nothing in the world spotlight, and your world's biggest star, and maybe the Boutelot winner this year, uh, he joined MLS, and Barca is a little bitchy pants. Yeah, it was a very passive-aggressive comment, and they said, well, you clearly didn't want to deal with the pressure, so you went to this backwater, Yes, is what they said. It's very butthurt. And it's very butthurt, and they couldn't offer him any contract because they can't afford anything. Yeah, because they could even because they mismanaged Messi costs money. Yeah, yep, because they mismanaged funds, and yeah, that was bad. It yeah. was terrible. Agree. All right, thanks, Travis. Travis, you got a douche of the week? Yeah, it it it. This could be a one hour deal, but we'll make it thirty seconds. Anybody that deals with the little league umpires, um, high school, whatever. We all know that in a nation of 340, 360 million people, we're going to have a handful of idiots uh-huh. misbehave in, in youth sports, whether it be umpires, football, basketball, whatever. But we are talking about an absolute deluge. God damn it, people. Let's try to reduce it to to just like, uh, like I don't know, a human amount of one, one in like 100,000. We have too many assholes attacking these young people and maybe not even young people because they're oftentimes older know the place understand the role and if you're gonna act like an asshole if you're gonna do it do it on a higher level and even then you shouldn't so i'll leave it at that so you're talking about like little league umpires who get harassed well and and you know what here thank you for bringing that up because I, i probably should have emphasized this and this is a key point 
the ones that make the news are the parent that blindsides an umpire with a punch to the face or attacks them. Okay, obviously that's very bad. That should not happen. But for every one of those that takes place, you probably have another 100 of the verbal abuse throughout a game and the, you know, you name it, the the, the comments, the... Um, about other kids on the other team and we're talking as young as 10 11 12 years old maybe mm-hmm. younger in some situations what makes the news is just the extreme case but i think it is an absolute um, abomination across all sports that too many older people are not acting like older people mm-hmm. hold on i'm gonna pause for one okay. second because i hold on i'll pause we'll yes right of course Okay, Travis, that's a really good point because um, Nikki and I have been going to my kids' games like a lot this year. Right. And there's a kid at, at those games who is an umpire. And he's if he's not younger, he's the same age as the kids that are playing. And, right. And, Nick, you kind of latched on to, to him. Oh, my God, yes. He's so, phenomenal. He's phenomenal, and what wh- what you see from like like kid umpires is they're not like you know strike. They're they're not assertive. They're not assertive. Right. And Nick, if you can kind of lean in and talk oh. about what this kid does. This kid is he's loud and he's like certain about what he says. Excellent. It's phenomenal. Like there's no questioning him at all. Like <laughs> and, he, and he's what? How old? He's probably 13. Okay. Right. And he is shouting it out where the other field can hear, like, strike three. (laughs) And he's got his little... Damn right. Strike three call. Right. And what I saw last night really bugged me a little bit. Okay. Um, My Altoona team was playing the other Altoona team. And there were some questionable, like, strike calls. And... At one point, there was like a one kid like called time, and we didn't know. And the other coach came out and like kind of questioned this kid on it, and was like, "Hey, man, you got to make a call. Is it this or is it this?" And it's like you're talking to a, to a thirteen year old, and and I know this coach. I he's coached my kids since they were t ball, literally, and I yeah. like this guy a lot. I know, he's awesome. I know, he's awesome. But he put this pressure. They can on lose this their kid. mind. He put this pressure on this kid. It's like, make a call. Make a call. Like, how about you pull him aside, bring the other coach over, and just say, I I, I get it's a confusing or you, situation. Or you roll with the goddamn thing and don't stop the and, game and don't bring the coach together. And you just like, at the end of the day, we're going to be okay Exactly. With this. And, and, and yeah. the reason I brought Nikki in is because she saw how decisive this, this kid was, this 13-year-old who was... What, what a rare thing, by the way. Ex- and that's yes. my point exactly. And right. it's like, it's a shame that even at that age, he was already, I saw him walk off the field after the game, dejected. And I wanted oh, to go over and put so my, my arm around him and say, look, dude, stick with it because you got it. And I had to, you know, go talk to my kids, so I couldn't. But it was really sad. Oh. Like, a guy that I really, really respect as a coach, mm-hmm. it's like you got to lay off these freaking And, and that is the problem with that because these are not 
the people that do this are not monsters in everyday life. They, 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 they under, they're not bad people, and they check every box for everything that's good. But in a sporting event, they lose their fucking mind. Yes. Yep. And Can, it happens a lot. You've got to remember, yes. at, at that age, in middle school, you are still there to teach. You're still there to teach a kid mm. how to behave. Not only how to throw a ball. To behave. Thank you. How to be a sportsman. How to actually, like, yeah. And it, it just made me sad. But yeah. No, I, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a, you know, what I said is, I think part of what I said is, okay, these happen, but how many times across the country? And you're able to say, well, that happened this week. It's like, okay, multiply right. that times whatever. But you know you what, know. Travis? It wasn't like a, a violent, like, that's not what the, the point. Hell? That's and, not the and, point. And see, that's, that's my whole exactly point. Right. My entire point was the people that, that cold cock and umpire from the side or throw a bat yes. at somewhere lose their mind. That's what makes the, the YouTube and the video stuff. It's the thousands and thousands of others that your situation... That's the category it fits into. It's just this Passive abomination. Yes. And, and, and le- legit, my yeah. own kid's team was yeah. like giving him shit about the, the strike zone. And he finally had to look over him and say, it was over the plate. Yep. Like, dude, you're over in the dugout. You don't see what he's seeing. Oh. It, the like, problem with youth and youth's parents these days are ruining youth sports. Yeah. Yep. And, 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 you know, and you know what you can't have? depending on the age, especially at that age, you as a coach have to make sure those kids sit on their hands and if anything is said, it's from the coach. And then it becomes up to the coach if you say anything, and it better be a pretty extreme fucking deal before you do it because you have 11-year-olds on the bench drawing an umpire and getting away with it. Not right. Can't be accepted. Right. And 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 I... No. I, um, I, you, you, as a coach, you've got to put your foot down and say, shut your mouth. I'll have a conversation with them. And if you're talking to an adult umpire, maybe it's a little bit different. When we are dealing with a 13-year-old umpire, like Nikki said, who That's, is into it, who is, yeah. like, owning yeah, shit, then you, you, know, you walk over, you put your arm around him and say, dude, you're getting it done. Here's the only thing that I'm going to ask you. Can you watch I, this? Can you can you do that? Exactly. you got to be- And I was the 14-year-old umpire that didn't have that kind of control and wasn't that good. And I am umpiring kids that two years ago I might have been in a little league with at 12 and 10. And I did not have the confidence to take on these coaches that I respected and feared and whatnot. And mm-hmm. they know that. It's like, if you don't get that as a 40-year-old, if you're the one that's going after, what the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. It, if you're a coach at that level and you've got a kid that young umpiring, nope. it is just as much your job to coach your players yep. than, it, than it is to coach that umpire. Yep. And say, hey, I'm going to build you up. You're going to be awesome. Like, mm-hmm. Let's learn about this. Here's the rules that I saw and, yeah. and, and deal with it that way. And just It was really In a professional a, manner. In a professional manner. Well, exactly. And listen, and if you happen to watch any of the, the, the boys or girls uh, state basketball tournament, if you've watched any of it, you will note, the multitude of commercials for the need for for um, for the the, for referees. the, the referees, yep. the sports and whatnot, and then it is a not so subtle treat these people right. It's like we we know we've been treated like shit, but we really need you. So it's uh, right. I I've um, heard I've yeah. heard parents that I respect completely from the sidelines yelling at an 
Umpire, can't happen. Like, like, can't who happen. are you? Can't like, happen. Who are you? They, 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 they're Je- Dr. Jekyll and Hyde. I've seen it. Yes. I've seen these people, and it's like, oh my God. An hour after the game, you're a nice, normal human being before the game, but you can really change your stripes, you know? So, yeah. It's I don't sad. like it. Okay. Anyway. Well, that was depressing. <laughs> well, it's true, though. But Where it needs to be said. Uh, I think we're at... That was our uh, things that make us feel happy about sports. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I think we're on to that's what she said, right? We, we could talk about pulp ballpark dimensions and how it affects the craft of our lineup. Do you want to save that for next time? We can save that. Do that for next time. All right, perfect. That's what she said. So these are the phrases or the statements that we hear during sports. That's what she said. Justin, by the way, do you have something really good? Because last time you you said something from Chris Collinsworth that was just so (laughs) So over the top. And you didn't let us, like, you worked the hammer on that. that I have have a good one. I don't have the um, uh, actual broadcast uh, oh. audio of it. I have a decent one. Right. I, I'm not going to say gonna it, I'm not going to say it's Chris Collinsworth like coming in places yeah. and going out whatever, <laughs> but coming in mall or whatever it will be. Used. Fine. I'll, I'll start it. When we hear phrases in sports that make us want to jump on and say That's what she said. Yeah. So <laughs> what I heard that. during a Brewer game was Council wants to ride him for a while. Nice. Yep. Fair enough. No. Yep. Craig Council certainly wants to ride him. Yes, he does. Travis, what do you got? First time I've ever forgotten 40 episodes. A minus going to be hit him right in the nutsack, then he came out and sucked his wiener. That didn't happen, but that's my fictitious story. He just Coach. made that up right now. <laughs> I did. That was pretty good, though, wasn't it? That was I good. forgot. You can always pass. <laughs> like, I pass. didn't want to pass. That was really good. Uh, Go ahead. Mine happened during a uh uh, SC Freiburg uh, match. It was probably toward the end of the year. I didn't write down what it said, but um, there was a pass uh, from one player to another, and the commentator said uh, that pass was tough to handle, but he's good with balls. Oh yes, that's <laughs> <laughs> so good. And he said that with a perfectly straight voice, and he just sort of carried on with the entire broadcast. But that's tough to handle, but he's good with balls. Are we Which, a Gruber? We are no, no. funny death. Story. Funny death story. Oh, I got one. Yes. Why we need? I have music interlude with mine too. I oh have God! Music my death really? story. Really? All right. Yeah. Mine, mine, I want me to. I want to be the hammer. Okay. Mine's mine's not great. Doesn't it doesn't involve a monkey this time? Uh, <laughs> Yours have been strong toward the animals, and last yeah. time it was yeah. a monkey. Well, last mine mine was an occultist cannibal. <laughs> echo- alcoholic monkey <laughs> that kill people fanatic so we've all had problems with snoring right oh god yeah <laughs> no what what whatever do you mean the snoring thing this is a new concept yeah <laughs> the i'm, I'm an so- overweight white overweight light white female <laughs> or white male in my holy shit wait wait you want to repeat that because uh, uh. <laughs> i'm gonna record that little part <laughs> i am an overweight white male <laughs> In my middle ages with sleep apnea. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow that spewed out to be Better. a really white female. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Whatever I feel to identify today, huh? Hello, Freud. Uh, yeah, there's a reason Nikki Jesus. slept on the couch. So anyway, lots of people have uh, have snoring issues. So one person in Scotland decided a little wine and some sleeping pills mm. would, would help him out with that. And the, the oh. girlfriend, wife, or whatever... 
slept out on the couch because she didn't want to hear that shit. They took it a step further. They think, they thought that clogging his nose would maybe help. So they went with the tampons. So they, he put tampons up his nose. Oh no, you can't do that. Can't do that. He woke up dead. You'll wake up dead. Yeah. It happens. Yep. So, (sighs) solve the snoring. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if his friends had a sense of humor that, you know, had kind of like an Irish wake for him or something. That would be awesome. (laughs) Fucking, you know, they just, you know, they brought in every feminine hygiene product under the sun. And this is for you. Tampons. (laughs) Douches. Duct tape. Duct tape and the big pads. Uh, uh, And a whole lot of Dalmore. Jesus, God. All right. What do you got, Justin? Oh, no. You're the hammer. Travis, what do you got for a funny death story? I promise. This should start with Florida man, but it's Michigan man. Huh. His name's Clifford Ray Jones, which is a great Florida name. I have to believe he was born there. I just have to. He's yep. spent time there regardless. All right. Regardless. If not in prison, it's part of the... Okay. He was driving with a seatbelt. Oh, yes, and without pants. Get a porno <laughs> flick on his wait. mobile device. Wait, 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 wait. What? Start it over. Let's rephrase this. And what do you mean? He was Started driving over. without pants. Driving a, without a pants and a for, porno flick. He was driving without pants and without a seatbelt and a porno flick. Okay. Where, where, what is... <laughs> Jesus, this is not unusual. This is my morning commute. <laughs> okay. But let's see where it changes. <laughs> that's what she said. Do you have a sunroof? Oh. oh. Do you? Nope. nope. Okay, that's where it changes. It's not you. <laughs> it's the winner. And he was doing it in the winter day. Uh-oh. <laughs> He should have kept his hands on the wheel instead of the stick, because in the wee hours at 3.40 in the a.m., his Toyota went out of control in an on-ramp, and I-75 rolled and crashed. Get this. Ejaculating our hero through the sunroof in a spectacular climax to his life. (laughs) Clifford and his beloved wanky. (laughs) What? You what? can't make it up. This was not news. This is oh just, this is Darwin taking their liberty, and good for them. Oh, okay. Him and his wanky will be fondly remembered <laughs> in our archives. And I will tell you that professionally, in a job I had once, I was part of a case that really wasn't that much different from this that I will share with you folks. But Clifford Rachel, that, you know what? He wasted his name on a serial killer. Or at a minimum, yeah. a high school shooter, or yeah. what, nope. what else could he be? Maybe a meth dealer. That Presidential um, assassin. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or a, mm-hmm. Clifford Gray Jones, age 58. That's the perfect age to want to shoot people. That's an assassin. Because he's frustrated with the world for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. He's got the perfect name. Again, he's in Michigan, but he undoubtedly grew up in Florida. Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't wear a seatbelt, which you don't do if you're Clifford Gray Jones. Why did he waste everything on masturbating crash? He was one year away from shooting a bunch of people. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Uh-huh. Okay, what do we got? All right, Justin. Uh, so my uh, death story also um, encompassed so much in notoriety that Rammstein... A popular German rock band created a song. This isn't the Airshow Crash with this. Nope. Nope. I'm going to play a little bit of the Rammstein song. Oh, okay. 
okay. that uh, was inspired by this case. don't speak German. No. Uh, the, the the lyrics said, looking for a well-built 18 to 30 year old to be slaughtered, the master butcher. Today, I will meet a gentleman. He likes me so much, he could eat me up. Soft parts, even hard ones, are on the menu. No. Because you are what you eat, and you know what it is. It is my part. No. My part is no there's my part no my part no bernard jurgen brandes voluntarily slaughtered and eaten by armin mywis this is march 9th of 2001 following an appointment via the internet at his request mayus first amputated his penis and they unsuccessfully tried to eat it. Uh, wait, wait, was wait, taped... wait, wait, wait. Hold wait, on. No, no, no. no. Mayo was taped the entire amputation and killing and conserved and ate Brandis's meat. Uh, Mayo was eventually arrested and sentenced to life in prison, after which he became a vegetarian. I was initially concerned, but you, you cranked out a great story, so, Coach. So the, the, yeah. the long and the short of the whole thing was... Yeah. <laughs> Marwes, he was 44 years old, uh, uh, put a posting online <laughs> requesting someone yes. to, uh, yeah. to, to meet him, to know him, and to allow him to eat him. Uh, the, the, the victim, victim in this case, uh, uh, answered that internet call and said, yes, I would like you to eat me. I want you to, uh, sever my penis. We're going to try to eat it together. And when I fall unconscious, I want you to murder me and eat my body. So this turned out to be like this huge case in Germany. Yeah. And he was initially sentenced to like six years in prison for like essentially what boiled down to assisted suicide. But the court <laughs> said, uh, what the fuck? We've got a we better place this, for you. This, <laughs> we, we think this punishment is not severe enough for Duh. you. We're going to retry you for homicide. Yeah. And yeah. essentially convicted him to uh, a murder case. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, what they crazy. what they essentially the the prosecution eventually had to lean on at the court's request was that the defendant accused uh or was accused of murdering the person out of sexual gratification and the evidence was he videotaped it all he videotaped the severing of the victim's penis mm. and their attempt to eat it attempt to eat it in Eau Claire Wisconsin we had a person actually eat his own penis <sighs> yes 
and they <laughs> attempted to eat his penis. It was unsuccessful. He then fell unconscious, got murdered, and uh, was eaten Jeffrey Dahmer style. Wow. And this guy was sentenced to prison. No, I mean, it's a lot of, oh. a lot of moving parts. He was a willing A lot of people victim. needed to be on board. He, he, I mean, he, <laughs> wanted, he wanted to be eaten by someone. Well, he succeeded. Uh, Air Brandis insisted on being castrated and killed as soon as he was unconscious, the de- uh, defense attorney said, uh, stating that Brandis refused medical help offered to him after his penis had been, quote, amputated. Can you imagine being a defense attorney? You got this thrown in your lap. <laughs> you got to... How am I going to play... <laughs> the wiener thrown on the lap. How am I going to play this? Uh-huh. Oh, the case has inspired books, countless chat rooms, and even a rock, uh, rock song That's called Mind Tale <laughs> by the German rock band Ramstein. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> thank, thank you very, very much. That meant a lot to all of us. Uh-huh. Well, I guess now we have to go to a Gruber, huh? Can I start? Yes, please. Uh, What is a Gruber, Coach? Gruber. David Gruber, the most annoying uh, piece of shit attorney Mm. in... Narrow ass. Thank you. Narrow ass piece of shit attorney in the Milwaukee area with the catchphrase, one call, that's all. So these are all... What would we rather in endure in our living being than listen to that narrow-assed asshole say one call, that's all. I would rather be seen riding a unicycle in a parade than listen to David Gruber. Oh my god. Ooh. That's ouch. brutal. Yeah. Alright, so mine little backstory. Justin, you and I are wearing unique shirts tonight. We sure are. Uh, our, our significant others are plastered all over it. Yep. They're just their faces. Yeah, my... Girlfriend Nikki, who was hurt earlier, got a Hawaiian shirt with her face all over it. She I had, would say that your your shirt looks much more masculine than mine does. I'm not sure that's possible, mm. but <laughs> you have flamingos and palm tree bushes. And you have tiger lilies. I have and, tiger lilies, and yeah, I don't know. You've got some. Uh, uh, what's the, the 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 flower that starts with a P? Not pimento, but poppy. Uh, no, uh, no, it's very poppy. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, my point is that our girlfriend's or your wife's shirt does. is all <laughs> all over our shirt. I would rather wear these shirts to a bachelor party Ooh. than listen to David Gruber say his tag. I like it. I like One it. call. That's all. Yeah. What I do you would, got, Justin? I would one hundred percent agree. Okay. I. So this episode, um, in 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 terms of things that this group has endured the last couple of months, hmm. I sort of took mine a, an opposite way. Hmm. What would I rather listen to David Gruber for all eternity than do? Hmm. I would rather listen to Gruber on repeat during every work shift say one call, that's all. Than be stuck in Josh's current position. Uh, yeah, you're correct. Also, and... fuck the Gruber. <laughs> in in caps lock. In caps for the Iron Sheik. Yeah, it's not a good situation I'm in right now. Anyway, all right, we got to rate the beer, fellas. Oh, hold on, I got to pull up my spreadsheet. That's what she said. Did she? She spreaded it. Whatever. 
Travis, Travis, you got a rating our, on our RBI this? single second inning. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thoughts or no, nothing, nothing further. Josh, nothing. God, that's actually, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, RBI single in the second inning. Nothing further. Yeah, that's all I got this time. I, I'd okay. tell you if I had more. A Lyle Overby double in the third. <laughs> Lyle Overby <laughs> double in the third. I think I'm better off saying nothing further. <laughs> Jesus, Lyle Overby. Oh, I just spelled it thread. Well, why don't you say like Don Money in 1981? <laughs> Holy shit! No, it, it it's a good beer. Like I would never like oh. tell someone don't drink this beer. Oh, it's a, who would? Right, it's a good beer. I'm uh, just an average Grand Slam to win the game. We are no, I'm just fucking. Oh, Jesus, good. Yeah, you're losing your mind. Uh, no, I. I don't know. I'm an inconsequential single. Yes, that's where it's at. Right, I'm an inconsequential at. single. Well, anything further? Know. Anything further, Cole? I don't. Know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I am an inconsequential single in the middle of a ball game that might win or lose for your favorite team. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's really in the middle. I don't. Would you ever buy the spear again if you saw it in a in a store? I wouldn't. And that's not a knock against the, it. The only the only way I would buy this beer again is if it was this beer or something else that I knew that I didn't like. Like there there's no like I have to go out and buy this beer again. This is one of my favorites ever. It's very much in a yeah, it's fine. And isn't it the thing with like it. with all the craft beer now? What does it take to make an impression on you? Like it's got to be like huge. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like. And, and honestly, for me, this beer was up against a surly beer that, because I went to Minnesota in the last two weeks and visited the brewery, I knew <laughs> that cat was not graceful. Yeah. Uh, I knew that I really liked this beer, mm-hmm. uh, this other beer, and the only reason why I didn't pick it was because it was a 7.5% oh, ABV. Yeah. And I knew that was going to fuck us all up yeah. really badly. Well, he needs a- so I picked this one, and I I won't go to Woodman's searching out this beer again. No, like, If it's on tap, and I know I don't like the other beers that are on tap, I would, I would pick it. I would pick it, of course. but like, there's, there's nothing that screams, I need to go out and buy this again. Yeah. And it's also not terrible. So anyway, no, all right. Terrible. Anything else, guys, before we no. sign off for the night? Be back. That being said, I would drink this over Miller Lite. Well, duh. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Be safe. Be healthy. See and you we'll next see time. see you in the fall, I guess. No, soon. Sooner this time. Soon. That's see you soon. everybody. Faster than my last orgasm. Wow. <laughs>